and welcome to episode 344 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, a place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, creator of the Instagram comic Black, and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. And the writer, reviewer, blogger, poster, candlestick maker, butcher, and all kinds of bastards, (laughs) it's Tony Esmond. (laughs) How are you? You're right. Yes. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. Well, well, good. As well, we recorded. Welfare check. Yeah. All good. <laughs> the sun came out today, oh, so you know, with the weather we've been having here in the UK, you don't know where you don't know where you are, do you? It's no. cold. Cold one moment. It's raining, but the sun came out. It was lovely. So. Almost summer, isn't it? No, it isn't. We've got to get yeah, through... it was getting earlier in the morning, so it's brighter in the morning. Even we've got to th- mm. get through spring yet. I've started. Uh, Going down the gym early in the morning, like getting in there for six, and it's fucking brutal going down there at this time, that time of morning. Why? Why would you do it? <laughs> Just you know, go go get it done. I did a run this afternoon. It was an embarrassing, sweaty mess walking back to my house through the village. It was just <laughs> lovely. Did you only run one way? Well, I sort of run around the village and I walk the last bit because it's in front of a lot of people and it's embarrassing, isn't it? You know. Yes. We make comics, man. Who cares what anyone else thinks? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apart from you, lovely listeners, we care what you think. And thank, <laughs> thank no, you for not all of you. Thank you for don't yeah. listen to him. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to us this week. And my gosh, what a show we've got for you this week! Yeah, see what I did there. Or oh, the yeah, other, what was the quote I said earlier? Gosh, I spent a lot of money there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> even works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we've got another bit of a comic book sh- shop talk this week. We like love doing that, and we, we're finally checking one of the major names off our list. As the, bi- are... the big small press one, I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, it has a yeah. Day to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um, very focused, wasn't it? Yeah, but we yeah, did come really up with stuff, but it was focused. Yeah, yeah. yeah. get your uh, pencils and pads ready to. There's lots of uh, names and comics to put on there. And there's stuff in the in the show notes as well. But, you know, if you're old school and you like pencil and pad, do it that way. But, yeah, yeah. we talked to Greg from Gosh Comics. Uh, Greg handles all the uh, small press and indie, indie books there for the past five months and uh, doing a stellar job. Very passionate about it as well, yeah. which is nice to doing see. Doing a isn't stellar yeah, yeah. job. And uh, it was great fun to talk to. So, yeah, that we're not, we're not going to waffle on too much. We're going to do all the waffling post-interview like we normally yep. do. Um, but... I guess I was trying to think of a segue. I couldn't think of one. I, I, yeah. I, do you norm- know where else normally, you can get comics? Yeah, n- normally, <laughs> normally I tear up for myself in some way, but I just couldn't yeah, think of it. Yeah, I thought you were about yeah. to forget it because you never normally yeah. forget it, and I thought well, he hasn't teared yeah. anything up. What's he doing? No, yeah. no. Yeah, what was I well, about to forget, Well, you can get Tony? physical comics there, but where can you get digital comics, Vince? Uh, Does that work? Do you know, I was about to jokingly say a digital comic shop, but no, I'm, I'm not. Of course, we're talking about... We're all ah, in cyberspace. Ah, lovely, lovely sponsor, Comic House. Yeah, indie comic marketplace with a difference. They love indie comics just as much as we do, just as much as Gosh does, just as much as any of you bloody lovely people out there that are listening to this show. That's all about small press and independent comics. If you yeah. go to comichouse.com, you see there's a huge selection of titles on their database. Lots of creators have listed their book on there, and like you can buy hard copies of the books and you can sell your book if you have comics yourself you can start selling straight away they also have the app which for three pounds a month you get access to an enormous library of digital indie comics all types of genres it's it's amazing i mean it's been added to all the time what's on there at the moment dan we've got uh the macabre motel 
The Misadventures of Adam West, Volume 2, Issue 8, The Voice of the Hall, The Polar Paradox, Issue 1, and I know Issue 2 is on there as well. And we've got Mahoney's Issue 4, Vincent Price Presents Issue 4, Sugar, <laughs> Life as a Cat, and Steak, <laughs> Volume 1, Issue 1. Cool. Oh, yeah, lots of stuff to get um, stuck into there. I really want to check out that steak. That sounds like a great yes. concept, uh, that one. The Mark Oliver, the, the artist, I follow him on Twitter. As soon as he said that he did the art, I was like, fuck me, yeah, I'm on that. Oh, uh, yeah, I know that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I believe the uh, pitch is uh, someone, uh, and, it, and it's a restaurant or something that does exclusive dinosaur meat or something like that. Ah, uh, okay. So, so it's, it reminded uh, me a bit of that 2000 AD cover. Do you know the one with the he's got the plate? He's holding the plate in his yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The spaghetti creature. Yes. It reminded me a bit of that. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, I could be way off, so I'm just going to have to read it for myself. And where do I go? I go to the Comic House app. Uh, it's, it's a subscription service, only three pounds a month. You get access to that and all the other stuff that's on there at the moment. Uh, there's a 14 day free trial, so um, go to ComicHouse.com now and start finding out about this amazing world of small press we talk mm. about every week. So there you go. And thank you, as always, to the guys from Comic House for supporting the show. Yeah, definitely. And uh, thank you to Greg from Gosh Comics. Yeah. Uh, come, come along. Hell, that was a, there was a big... Have flew past Prepare yeah. yourselves. Yeah, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, it's time to talk some comic book shop nonsense. It's not nonsense. It's always joy. But uh, here's enough of just us. Let's talk to someone who actually knows what they're talking about. Here's Greg from Gosh Comics. Right then, this is uh, it's quite an exciting yep. week this week because, um, as you know, we like to talk comics and comic shops, and it's about Dosh gone darn it about time we spoke to someone from Gosh Comics in yep. London, and we are very honoured to be joined by Greg from Gosh. Hello, Greg. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Our pleasure, Greg. Our pleasure, Very Greg. Yeah. yeah, Greg regularly empties my wallet, so yep. that's good. <laughs> yep. I, I'm guessing in, in the shop you don't just mug him on a weekly basis? Well, they've got to make up, you know, minimum wage. No. They're not a minimum wage. I made that up. I made that up. <laughs> <I'm> badly. <laughs> we, uh, I, I, I mug him by picking the best stuff that he wants exactly. to get. Oh, that's, <laughs> yes. I, and I tell you what, Tony Esmond, he is the mark you want. If you're looking yeah. for that sort of business, it was a, it was yeah. a large amount last week, but yeah, yeah, there's a few. Things. I just I just I put up photos on my Instagram of cool stuff that comes in, and then Tony messages me, and I put them aside. <laughs> that it's, is true. It's like a, that is true. It's, yeah, it's a close friends group, uh, and it's just Tony <laughs> <laughs> paying the gosh mortgage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but for those of you lovely listeners out there who don't necessarily know about Gosh Comics, uh, Gosh Comics is now one of the bastions of London. In terms of like, oh. uh, you know, well, Thank I, God think, for I, them. I think I think yeah. so. Uh, you know, especially yeah. it, it's probably the go-to place. It's your local one now, isn't it, Tony? Really, it is, mate. It's where my my pool list is, etc. Yeah, yep. Um, Tony can uh, scratch two itches with that shop location. Eighty. <laughs> oh, you're eight. <laughs> oh God, um, it's much but, cleaned up around there, though. I tell you now. It's oh, much, okay. Much nicer. Yeah. You can yeah. still get, you know, you know those tablets you asked me to get. I've still got them for you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> He spoiled it now. I was gonna, that was Vince's birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah. not fair. I was nothing to do with that. Sorry, I had to, re- I had to yeah. flip that off. Yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, yeah. tablets for Vince. Sorry. But, <laughs> but Gosh Comics is definitely the indie comic place to be. 
I think, and just a comic place to be in London anyway. It is a store that I haven't visited yet, and it's a it's a must really? go to. That. Yeah, I know yeah. it's it's one of the ones I haven't been to yet, so I'm thoroughly looking forward uh, to going mm. and this conversation to find out more um, because. As well as like the comics and uh, you know just your mainstream, you can get everything from there. But like the store itself does love sort of highlighting sort of like new interesting books rather than the here's your Superman, here's your Spider Man. There's there's much more to Gosh, isn't there, Greg? Yeah, we um, I mean because we're of our size and location, I guess our size and we're not huge, but our size in terms of comic shops. Uh, it means we get a lots of people coming in all the time, which means that we can get kind of, kind of we can take gambles on weirder stuff or um, mm. get kind of get imported books from like a, a lot of small press books from America imported in, and kind of try them out and see what people like and people go for. And uh, yeah, we're, I mean, so I've been there. I've been there about five months, I think. And uh, so I, I was like, gosh, was my favorite comic shop before I started working there. Um, and I, when I lived, I lived in Birmingham and there was a couple stores there, but I used to travel down, uh, to London and definitely go to Gosh. Uh, and then, yeah, there's the two, the two main ones in Birmingham are kind of Funko emporiums, aren't they now? Sadly. Yeah. There was Nostalgia, which is, I think it's called Worlds Apart now. Yes. They're both, they're both Forbidden Planet, I think, but Nostalgia used to have an upstairs that had a sales section. And because uh, people didn't go there for weird stuff or kind of indie stuff, you could go there and find amazing things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, so gosh, gosh, like we, yeah, we 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 have a small press section and we get a lot of just imported things, really. Um, and like, I love getting post working at Gosh. It's like the dream, <laughs> the dream comic post that I wish I could get at home. But okay, yeah. So so let's lay it out for where it is. So it's number one Berwick Street, which is yes. um, for anyone that knows London is is basically the heart of what used to be dirty Soho, but it's sort of cleaned up a lot. Um, yeah. Right next to the Berwick Street Market, which is sort of a legendary market in London. Um, and it, and at the top of what is regularly called as, or Dan and I call it, Horn Alley, which is the uh, <laughs> which is mostly cleaned up now. But it's yeah. what you've got there is you've got is two floors. Um, upstairs, you kind of... The thing I love, one of the things I love about it the most is you walk in and on the left, you've just got Small Press and Indie, haven't you? Yes. Um, DIY stuff. It, yeah that's been like it hasn't it's almost been like that since you moved there i think it's it's been right? it's been like that the whole time i think so i so i think when i started coming to gosh there used to be on the far left upstairs it was a huge wall of like newspaper strip collections and things but right. um the small press section used to be a lot smaller but uh tom Alden, who runs breakdown yeah uh, kind no, of tom. he managed to get it he he proved that it could work to have it have a lot more space dedicated to it uh and yeah and now it's grown and we have i mean the small press section is right at the front and it kind of it covers like one big shelving bay and then half of one where we have all of the breakdown stuff and then a section for glacier bay um okay. and so, so we get if we've got from a, a publisher uh in another country if we get a lot of their books we can kind of make little sections for them like perfectly acceptable and which i know you got bubbles and strangers awesome. and stuff you get don't you yeah but the stranger section that so this that was really exciting <laughs> for me because yeah. so I'm, I'm like a mass i'm just a massive fanboy really um so it's like i meet i just meet weird comics people and it, it never gets kind of normal for me it's like still really exciting but when i first started there yeah strange eddie from strangers came over yeah 
because uh, he helped out with conferences and things. And you met him as well, right, Tony? Yeah, I met him at MCM during the day. And then I think the yeah. following day he came to Gosh. And I think didn't Falpy go out with you as well or something? You go for yeah, so yeah. It, Adam Falp and Jake Macon, or Macken, I think his name is, he did another uh, book with strangers called uh, Trench Coat, which is yes. really, really good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah, I really like that book. Yeah. Like yeah. a weird uh, like UK manga thing. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, so we had we had like a stranger section, which was really exciting because there was a ton of books that I'd wanted to get, and uh, I could just get them from Gosh. I didn't have to pay like the massive. Yeah, that's the big prices. problem, isn't it? Because I've actually put bubbles on my pool list at Gosh, right. which is I know it's not it doesn't come in um, previews or anything like that, but because mm-hmm. you have a sort of regular stream of bubbles coming in, I don't have to pay the yeah. forty five so, quid to get it imported. You know, yeah, it, yeah. It's um, we can do big orders, biggish orders of things, and yeah it kind of we can make it make sense so yeah i used to have i had a pull list for bubbles and uh tongues by anders nielsen okay um which were two books i yeah that i'd love to have got but it would just be ridiculous shipping one over um so yeah yeah we get lots of different cool things it's good we we often hear um when we had pat on the show he often he talked about um sort of fighting for shelf space with bon destiny in you know parisian comic book shops and it's a bit mm-hmm. like that with small press with you, isn't it? It does, you know, where it used yeah. to be the same old book on the same old shelf of small press, you know, in some shops, sure. this one, it, it does sort of switch around very quickly, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It, and it's like, there's so many books that have come in that I loved and that I want to get in again. Um, uh, but there's just new stuff coming in all the time. <laughs> like yeah. people walking off the streets, talk to us about things and people email us. And then I say, I've always wanted to get like Nate Garcia, get some of his books here and yeah so yeah we and we don't have a huge amount of space to stock like excess small press Mm. um so we have to kind of yeah we have to be um economical with space or careful with space because it can get overwhelming but we we do we are lucky enough to have like i don't know i can't think like seven long shelves just for small press so yeah i think that's something um that a lot of independent creators um must also bear in mind when it comes to the small press, I know, I know we sort of talk about the shops that don't have any in your small press presence whatsoever, but there's also, um, like, like I say, in a place like Gosh, where they're inundated with stuff, there's only so much you can take or accept at that, yeah, that particular yeah. moment. Yeah. Because, um, as, as well, creators, it's not like a ordering system like a diamond or something. Normally, it's like a creator will just give you five copies of their book and then you may never hear from them again. That, that, yeah. that kind of thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, sometimes you can have something and then you're chasing them for weeks trying to get uh, like payment details so I can like put it on the shelf and that kind of thing. Um, right. Like elusive, elusive small press creators. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, there's, there's just always new stuff coming in. Um, it's, it's a place to discover stuff. I mean, I've just, I've, yeah. my, one of my um, recommends is going to be from the shelves and I, re- mm. I reached out to the creator today and asked him about it and he said it's the only place the book's on sale and this is quite a big crow who's had a fanographics book out and everything right oh, okay. Cool. okay you'll know what it is because i bought it off you the other day the <laughs> um and just in, literally just in front of me i've got junk which is a book you were telling me about um yeah. by sam baldwin which is i think we described it as clousy and didn't we i think was the yes used. and um the other one i've got in front of me is birth of the bat which i've been sending images yes. to the boys of Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, that's I mean, one. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were aware of that for a while, and we're still 
uh, come to terms with it, Dan? Is that is that the yeah. best way to put it? Uh, Genius. I, I, I bleach. <laughs> have you not? Have you seen Josh Simmons' other Batman stuff? I have. Yes. Yeah. Is this? Uh, what's the, is it called? Twilight of the Bat. Yeah, oh, I bought one in French on Angoulême actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's um he's been doing them for a, he's been defacing Batman for a while. <laughs> um, Best Batman the, book out there. Have you tried Detective? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think I, I've, I've told people that it was my favorite Batman um, book. Uh, but we, yeah, we just that that was great. Like, because I, I love Josh Simmons, and I think yeah. that he can be a bit of a hard sell. <laughs> it's like in Birmingham. I don't think anyone they weren't selling many Josh Simmons books because uh, yeah. they're quite like it's just quite heavy. But people, co- so my favorite thing. This is like a little sidebar. But my favorite thing is when someone comes in and says that they want like the grottiest horror stuff that I can show them. Uh, right. they're not, and like, they usually seem like completely normal people. So hopeful, yeah. You know. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, so Josh Simmons is one of the things I show them. Um, but yeah, so uh, like the Batman book that he's done, it, it just, it's been great. I think we sold our last one for now today. And that's from a, so it's a French publisher, a small press publisher doing that called Mansion Press. Oh, they're the people um, who put out the on book as well. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Um, uh, Andy Barron, that's his name. That's isn't it. It? Love Andy's Andy stuff. Yeah, uh, it's great. Um, like, so yeah, I, I bought some of the on books a while ago from him, and he he drew a little sketch on like a receipt. I think I had. I, I love it. It's like <laughs> on my comic shelf. Um, but yeah, so Mansion Press, they're like a French uh, company that that started just last year, and they do a lot of uh, Johnny Ryan as well, and a few other. Yeah, things. Yes, they did. Um, comic books are burning in hell whatever that book is the really fucking crazy one yeah um, yeah <laughs> did um uh the uh comic book holocaust that's the one i'm thinking of yeah they did some prints and things um, that is crazy yeah. yes yeah yeah i <laughs> love that one i think i read out a few pages on the pod once about that one yeah all it's like yeah if you if you found the josh simmons batman one tough going <laughs> yeah comic book holocaust has got some shit um but yeah <laughs> i do i do love his stuff like um prison planet prison pit rather is just fucking yeah. genius just utter I, genius yeah i think I, I, somebody's bringing out a soft cover version of prison pit it might be mansion press oh because there was a slipcase one wasn't it that came out or a big hardback one of it rather yeah there was like a yeah. handcraft instead of hardback one but it went out of print pretty quickly um anyway yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry cool so what yeah. was the um what do you think are the important things for like uh, shops to bear in mind when sort of cultivate, cultivating like a small press presence? You know, because you want to, I mean, obviously everyone's got their own taste, but you obviously have to cater to so many different people from someone who's just looking for an, I don't know, an, an all ages independent book to that. Dark, to manga uh, as well. The nasty, the yeah. nasty grot that no one wants to say yeah. out loud. <laughs> Um, yeah. he's, he knows that's me. Everyone knows. Yeah, 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 yeah. But for you, how important is it to like be well read on all kinds of genres and books? Man, I mean, yeah, I mean it's tough. I, so, I uh, I read, I do read a lot. Um, like I read, I've, I've collected comic books for a, a long time, and I read mm. sometimes read quote unquote normal books like word books. Sometimes <laughs> um, I don't know. I think there's only so much you can do and mm. gosh i'm really lucky that i work with like a bunch of people who all have a huge interest in comics and also we That's all great. read quite different books a lot of the time 
Yeah. Um, so, so between me, Tom and Luke and Camille and Olive, like when we're buying books and things, we just, uh, I don't know, we just, we try and branch out as much as we can. And, 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 a, and a shout and then, out to and a shout out to Andrew as well because uh, oh, I mean yeah I've known Andrew him for many and, years yeah yeah Andrew and and Josh uh, both the owners of Gosh and uh, I mean it's it's this like uh, it's weird like I was a huge fanboy of Gosh and now I work with them all and if I if I wasn't working there I'd think them as them as like oh, no I'm not going to say celebrities I really am a serious fanboy it's ridiculous but I was read <laughs> so over over Christmas I was reading the um, uh, the Nemo standalone stuff from okay. the league from league, and uh, oh, yeah. Josh, <laughs> Josh who who owns Gosh, um, is like one of the uh, co-publishers, and I didn't realize until I read it, and it was uh, it was very exciting. <laughs> but yeah, we're so all basically all together, we um we just can can kind of cover as much as we can. But I think space is a premium thing, and mm. you get it's like we get a lot of nice little A five kind of zini book things but then sometimes we get big we got a book in today from an american guy called henry crane and it's it's almost a probably almost a two in size right um so we, God, we have, no. yeah it's no. big it's big um it's nice it's uh but it, this is the thing it's like before i worked there i thought i just wanted everything big uh like the like atomic like a uh, atomic hercules um or you mean the big one or the third one yeah yeah the big they like the big black and white one like yeah that size i i it's like my favorite size comic mm, but awesome. um there's only so many of those you can stock when they're that, that big yeah but yeah, yeah another bonus at gosh is because people know us and know that we can restock small presses they get in touch um so i get exposed to all sorts of different <laughs> different <laughs> comics for different people and um i mean that's one of the good things about comics is it's just like you can and small presses you can you can get really specific um in case really specific people as well um so that's really interesting like we do a lot of kind of a lot of esoteric zines like um weird walk and things yeah. like that they're really popular yeah. you restocked them the other um, day i think didn't you weird walk we did yeah. and they yeah. sell like we they just we can't i can't keep them stocked sometimes oh wow um, but they're, re- cool. they're really cool and they get lots of different people in but yeah you just have to do your best i mean or like, like you stop what you know uh, if you think it's good and you want to talk about <laughs> it and recommend it to people. Um, and then, I don't know. I noticed you had a load of King Cat there. comics in there as well. You've got a few of those, haven't you? You can go back and yeah, buy old issues. Yeah, yeah, like the like King Cat. We used to uh, stock them quite. I think Gosh used to stock them quite a lot. Um, we got the nice big drawn and quarterly uh, versions as well, which are really cool. Yeah, John Porcelino's great, you know. He's he, he's sort of just quietly making comics, and they're all like super fun and readable. And yeah, yeah, he's just involved in so much stuff. Like, because yeah. uh, he's got um, a distro going as well, isn't he? Yeah. Um. Oh God, what's the distro called? It's gonna. Yeah, I can't remember me. either. Yeah. Um. I was avoiding saying it because I couldn't remember it either. Yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a um. He did a book of a, another. Um, Is it Spit and a Half? That's not his distro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I can't yeah. yeah um but yeah he's involved in all kinds of things so yeah i don't know I, but stocking small press i think because like, there are like traveling man i haven't been to any traveling man stores but i'd like to go um yeah. and i know mama lips who uh deals with a lot of their small press stuff so and they they have some as well so i'd like to go and see not a real name yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but uh yeah so <laughs> So, the thing um, is, yeah. I think what, what one of the things there as well is we had a conversation the other day because I, I, I was telling you about my 100 days of manga that I'm doing. And um, 
and I was saying, oh, are you into manga? And then the thing is, you said, oh, I'm not really. And then every book I said I'd read, you read. And I think you said, oh, it's because oh. I'm sort of exposed to it sitting downstairs. Now, when you go into Gosh, for people who don't know this, you go in and upstairs is is a big, t- you've got a table full of like graphic novels and hardbacks and stuff like that. You've got the small press, you've got a kid-friendly, you've got a Euro section, you know, and this sort of thing. But downstairs is where you get the the Wednesday Warriors, uh, the back issues and the manga. Now, the manga's yeah. really taken over because as you walk down the stairs, it used to be sort of piles of whatever the called graphic novel or trade was out that week. And now it's just like, 45 copies of you know gtc um, kaiser number one <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> or, yeah um chainsaw man or yeah you know that chainsaw sort of thing man. isn't it yeah 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 i mean that yeah so i when i started working there in the summer um i've been warned that manga was a big thing at the moment and right it, it's crazy i mean i think because i think netflix um got a load of manga like um anime yeah yeah like attack on titan and things like that so yeah. a huge new group of people were exposed to it and it's just crazy and i i, I can't keep up with manga i mean because a lot of the time when people come in and are looking for manga it's i mean to be honest it's all sorts of things um there's and also yeah there's also like the great manga shortage yeah. uh, that began in 2021 but continues where everything's impossible to get and so we're not mm. always sure it must be difficult for you guys because if you if you're into if you want to start reading chainsaw man getting the first the first volume was really difficult for a while yes (laughs) like fist of the north star went out you know went out of print and all this sort of thing all that first volume and if you go into gosh you'll easily get four five six and seven but you've got to wait for the first few volumes to come in but if you don't buy four five six and seven they also get out of stock it's a bit like that isn't it exactly i was gonna say like yeah you, you sort of people that want to read an entire series um it's like berserk berserk is like yeah. my favorite comic of all time probably uh, cool and i we we have a lot of number one but if you want to get further and then there's like the deluxe editions which i wish we just had tons of um but uh yeah it's so yeah it's kind of like if you see if you want to read a book and all you can find is number six it's sort of worth guessing <laughs> because yeah, i think you're right you might yeah. never see it ever again yeah um, i've had i had that same issue trying to get like especially after Remember, passed away. Like it became, mm-hmm. it was hard to get before then, and afterwards, it was like, well, good luck with oh, that. God, I like. I remember. I woke up. I saw that he died, and I remember waiting for the bus and thinking, should I buy all the deluxe ones now? Like, <laughs> and then I thought, now nah, there's no way. There's like they'll be they'll be gettable forever now, especially because he's died. And yeah. uh, no, I have no. I have number two. <laughs> which has got so, number two which is which is lovely and big and uh nice to read and has some of the worst most violent things in berserk <laughs> so i've got those it's the it's heavy on guts as a young boy stuff oh god yeah that's really some of that's and really... i've got it in a deluxe hardback leather bound edition anyway yeah so yeah manga, <laughs> the manga folio society have put out berserk you know it's a bit like that isn't it? Yeah. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> what are the other sort of manga that are really are really hitting the you know the peak at the moment um uh promise neverland is really big okay. um which i don't so, yeah so i i know the titles and i can point people to them and things but i haven't read many of that's these, cool but yeah yeah just attack, so, the attack on titan um 20th century boys still does well yeah that's hard um, to get the first volume of 20th century boys, yeah it's impossible yeah. to get um yeah. good night pun pun people come in looking for a lot uh fairy tale um what else we have face out i mean i get excited over things that come in called like 
um, I am a cat barista. There was a a book we got one copy of and it was sealed and it was called Dick Fight Island. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. And it was about people that go onto an island and fight each other with their dicks. Oh, yeah. Um, I've heard about this one as well. That's not not a hot one that people are coming in after all the time or anything. No. Um, Maybe they they don't want to say. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, Beast beast Stars. Beast Stars. That's pretty big. Um... How's but that yeah, Kaiju number eight going? Is that did that sell out? Or? Oh yeah, that, that's right. I, so I haven't had a chance to get one and read it because it sold out like straight right. away. Wow! Um, and okay. I'm a big Kaiju fan. Ah, uh, cool. And the other one was actually uh, you put one aside for me, but it sold out was um, Bat Kid as well, wasn't it? Yes, and that, Bat Kid was an exciting one because um, it came through bubbles. It sort of comes into the small press remit. Um, but yeah, it came from Bubbles, who put it together with Ryan Holmberg, who translated yeah. it for the first time. Yeah, that book of uh, his, the translator book, is really interesting. Actually, I learned loads from that book. Yeah, I've not read it yet. It's on my list of shame. Um, <laughs> but the, like, the, the, the work that he's doing is pretty great. And Backhead was like, it's such a lovely little, nicely bound book, and you get this little um, like baseball card thing. Trading inside card. Of it. Yeah, it's great. But, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a I complete sucker for like ephemera, um, which and then Falp is very good with ephemera, right? Like, well, you got some stickers. I got some to drop off to you. You got some stickers. Oh, here. sweet. Yeah, yes. yeah. Which going down a storm. The, the, that's the thing I was chatting to Eddie from Strangers about this this morning, actually. Funny enough, um, because he he'd seen I wrote something about my sort of hundred days of manga, and he replied and sent me a picture of his shelf of um, like just packed full of manga, you know. And I think mm-hmm. there is we are seeing. Um, uh, maybe more in, in US small press, but we're seeing the fact that it's cool to be into manga now. Yeah. It wasn't quite that before <laughs> that, was it? No, like, I mean, I've never been hugely... Into, I remember, like, renting Bubblegum... No, Bubblegum Crisis, I think that yeah, was I think that's right. Yeah, that was another um, one, yeah. And Plat yeah. Labor and things like that. I used to get them yeah. from... Uh, but only because I had adverts from manga on kind of action, 80s action films I was getting as well. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, it's definitely, it's like huge. And so many people come in, I mean, people dress up in cosplay and walk around in London anyway, and people come into gosh, dressed in cosplay. And it's just, <clears throat> it's just, yeah, it's huge, huge and cool. Um, that I just, I could just take, I mean, no, I love Berserk. I just love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could great. talk about Berserk all day. And I, I do. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Bits, but... hmm. And there's, there's still a respect for the sort of history of manga amongst the small press crowd, I think, as well. Yeah. You know, we're talking about um, Mizuki and all these sort of people, Tezuka, yeah. uh, you know, the, the, and it, it still seems to be very popular. You know, stuff like Astro Boy and Blackjack. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know. um, I think, like, there's, there's a few, like, idols in small press or, like, characters that people use and talk about a lot. And, like, Nancy's one of them. Um right. And then, uh, and, but like Astro Boy and stuff, it's everywhere. And I think we'll probably, I mean, there were also, there were, there were kind of independent um, artists kind of doing Japanese influenced things, like heavily Japanese influenced things. So there's yeah. a guy called, this is one thing, I'm going to butcher so many people, artists like surnames right. because <laughs> I've never heard them out loud before. But there's a guy <laughs> yeah. called uh, Uno Morale, Morales, um, who does kind of weird kind of Japanese pixel art stuff. Um, okay. And then there was uh, Burliak. Have you, have you guys ever encountered Burliak? No, I don't no. think so. Okay, he. I mean, yeah. There's 
he so he's an I think he's Argentinian I think okay so he does um like manga kind of crying soft boy stuff that's really good but yeah it's yeah I mean the, 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 there has definitely been recently been a big look back at manga I mean there was the manga exhibition in was that, that was in London right yeah, yeah that was yeah. at the British Museum I think that was a big turning point actually for the acceptance mm. of manga I think in the UK as well as and I think you're right I didn't realize it but I think you're definitely right around that Netflix thing I think that's what's forced the yeah. purposes of it yeah <laughs> I mean yeah I, I I don't know I remember people reading Naruto and things like that when I was at university and they just owned just stel- shelves and shelves of hundreds of chapters um but yeah i don't know i think i mean i'm also i'm privileged working at gosh because we have such a wide like we have so many different things but i get a lot of people who kind of just they they buy a book from every different part of the shop and it might they might all be for them (laughs) but they just want to they're just interested in kind of comics in general and different ways of doing it um so yeah is there anything else that's like really popular at the moment that you you know or, or stuff that you like that you wanted to mention, dude? Any sort of books that um, oh you think God. are maybe being a little bit ignored, ignored even, you know, but worth picking up? So there's um oh God, I could I could do this. So okay, actually. You, this is what you said to me the other day. I said to you, have you got some books to mention? And you said, I will mention books until your eyes glaze over, Tony. I yeah. Like, <laughs> I really I could I could do too many, really. Um <laughs> But th- so there's a, actually there was a book that I was thinking about today that um, I don't think we have any copies of Gosh of at the moment, but I don't know why it kind of never got picked up more. But so there's um it's a series called Hobtown Mysteries. Has anyone okay. en- encountered that? I don't, I don't think so. No, I like the name. Okay. No, yeah. So it's it's um I think they're both Canadian, and it comes I think it's Conundrum Press, but it's a guy called Chris Burton and Alexander Forbes, and it's like um. It's like so the the books are made to look like a famous five or secret seven type book. Uh so I think it could be misconstrued as being for kids, but they're like these really odd, off kilter, creepy horror books. And they're based around some kids at a boarding school, which I would switch off at immediately normally, because I feel like it's kind of done. But uh it's like and this this is another phrase that's done, but if you like Twin Peaks then it's quite it's it's it just has this like so it also and yeah interestingly it the it's a black and white book and the uh the the drawing style is extremely manga influenced like it's really precise like neat line work uh but it looks like it looks like tons of manga like kind of 80s manga and things you'll, you'll recognize and akira and stuff like that um but yeah it's really creepy i read that i read the first one in one sitting and it scared me and i got i I got the next one as soon as i could and uh like i i I wait until it was dark and then i turned all the lights off and read it with the torch because i was like i need to and i never i don't usually gosh (laughs) yes under the counter like I, I, yeah, I waited for my girlfriend to go to bed. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, Hobtown Mysteries. The first one's called the Mystery of the Missing Men, I think. Yes, um, it is the case of the missing men. I'm just saying. Case of the missing cool. men. Oh, okay. Like, I, yeah, I can't recommend them enough because it's. I'll have a look at that. Is, if, that. is that a UK one? Did you say? Sorry, is it? No, it's Canadian. Canadian. Right? Sorry, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, and they're working on the third one, and I just think it's so good. Uh, and I'm very, very. I love horror, and I'm very picky. Um, right. And so to have something that actually scared me, I was quite impressed. 
was it speaking of boarding school was it you i saw was reading chartwell manor that book yeah i did (laughs) that's a hell of a book isn't it bloody hell that is a hell of a book um yeah uh have you talked about it on the podcast before i haven't no although i haven't no. I've got sent a review copy yeah okay yeah it's, it's by glenn head who was he was um he was in weirdo and things like that right right yeah I mean, um, yeah so and it's a kind of a graphic black and white graphic memoir of his time at a boarding school where he was abused and then the aftermath and yeah, i read that in one hell. sitting yeah me too like, man yes yeah, it's, it's, it's 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 i mean it's it's weird to say entertaining but it's like i was so in it and so interesting yeah me too man and it's done in an almost underground style isn't it it's a weird heavy black ink style isn't it it's a strange one yeah and uh there's like sequences where he takes drugs and uh it looks like a crumb comic or something (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, he he really goes out or like um spain or Kaz or something like yeah it's great yeah i really like that oh i found it incredibly interesting yeah i'm a boy yeah. you see so it was um yeah uh, um yeah well, no, no. hobtown mysteries is for you <laughs> yeah i need that then I need that as well anything else man but, anything else to sort of oh god to like honestly i could keep going this... <laughs> <laughs> right vince does this... the show list it's fine <laughs> okay you can, you can cut any of these out but there's a there's a book called nod away so these are like these aren't i've got oh god I haven't mentioned any small press stuff there's a book called nod away by a guy called josh cotter and that's right. another serialized book that Fantagraphics are doing, and it's they're, kind of they're like the hotness, this... man. They really yeah. are the place yeah. at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. They, they and like their lineup for this year uh, is great. Like yeah. they've got, and in the next few weeks, there's stuff coming out. Like Antoine Crosset has got a book coming out with them, and Jordan Crane, who I love, oh, has I like got a book stuff. coming out with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's, and I think with the Ed Pisca stuff as well, they've they've really broke something sales wise. I mean, I think wasn't Red Room the the biggest selling comic they'd ever produced or something? I think. Oh, geez, really? Yeah, Red. Yeah. I mean, Red Room like was great. I I, I got it on the Patreon because I was right. too morbidly curious to see just what he was doing with it. Yeah, it's not. It's not <laughs> so, for everyone. I enjoyed it. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like free comic book day. Um, I I was like, we cannot give the Red Room <laughs> book yeah. to people yeah. that are not aware of what it's going to be. Um, but yeah, fan graphics are great. Um. Yeah, so they've got stuff coming out. Um, and, and not, yeah, so Not Away is really good. I'm not going to spend too much time on it because I, I could do this all day. But it's like a weird sci fi book. And halfway through the first one, I wasn't sure if I was really in. And then it sort of, it just kind of flipped and I became completely obsessed with it. And I read the second one and like straight afterwards. And it's a huge chunk of a book. And it's like, I don't, it's it's again it's sort of like underground style black and white heavy black ink um a lot of detail and like grime and scuffs and things like that um but it's just I, i'm just so there for the ride <laughs> it's yeah. quite a bleak and abstract in the way that it kind of ekes out what's really going on uh but uh, jo- like josh Costa did a book called skyscrapers of the midwest which yes, i think was really that's big right. Yeah, but, which I've never read because yeah. um, that's impossible to get. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never read it. I've heard about it loads. Yeah, I can't remember who talks about it. I've got a feeling Eleven O'clock Comics talked about it a bit. I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, and then small press wise. <laughs> so <laughs> this stuff. Then we got a book called Love Man, um, which is by uh, Henry David Kruger and Ben Marcus, and it's like a writer craft book. 
was quite chunky and big for uh, for the small press section. Um, but it's a collection of this series called Love Man, which is just wholesome and bizarre uh, and kind of <laughs> sparse. But it's, uh, yeah, these two guys that do it, and it's really funny. It's sort of, I guess you could describe it as like a romantic comedy, but it's um, really odd. You had to sort of see it to believe it. Um, we just got loads of um, Leomi Sadler stuff in, um, and that's quite exciting. She has a new book called Mr. Birthday Cake that's great. What's the, uh, what's the book by the um, the creator from OK Comics that I know you've stopped on the cover? It's oh, a Anna, woman on her bike. Anna Reedman. That's it, yeah. Yeah, so she's got a collection of comics um, out that's like her diary comics that she's been doing. Yeah. And that's really great. I don't think we have many of those left. Um, but okay. that is like that is it, it. It's such like a lovely, accomplished comic. Like it's standard, like American comic yeah, size. Yeah, it is very good standard, isn't it? It's yeah, it looks very slick the way it's put together. It, it looks super yeah. slick, and it's really nice to read. Um, yeah, that's really great. Uh, oh. J Webb's The Sharp is another one that we okay. thought that um, does really well. Is doing really well and kind of really maximalist pointillism horror. <laughs> yeah, it, but she that, kind of that like classic and... genre of horror. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like huh. it's just you have to. It's like so detailed and precise, and so graphic and grim. <laughs> um, huh. It's really interesting. It's, we we often got, we yeah. often say this man is that the the quality of small press has come on so much, even in yeah. the, what the six and a half years we've been doing this show. Yeah. It's it's like slick as as hell now. But one of the questions I wanted to ask you. Um, now, obviously, being the resident expert on how to sell small press comics, is um, do you notice any anything that people do wrong? Where you know, I'm thinking of stuff That's like a good one. bad covers, overpricing. You know, is there any any, any sort of themes that you think? Well, it's not going to do well I, on the shelf because of this reason. Anything in particular, or you know, I can't, so I can't say like that people would do wrong, but I can say right. things that make things easier to. Yeah, please do. Yeah. So yeah. I, like I think that um, numbering things can make it harder, uh, and I That's guess maybe this, it, because so there's some um, so there's people like there's a uh, there's an American cartoonist called Audra Strang, and I really want to get uh, her comics over, but they're super serialized, and so it seems unfair to not sell them all together, yeah, um, yeah. and things like that. So so it's so it's the sort of thing where. A sort of one-off thing got, would go goes down better, you think? Than a... One-off, even if you've got like, even if what you're doing is a series, I would consider naming each one something different, yeah. because um, it makes it. If someone sees like whatever no, issue number two, they're probably not going to buy it because they haven't got number one and that mm. kind of thing. Um, so I think that's maybe good. Like a, I, I don't know. I've never published a small press thing myself. It's, but Ryan yeah. K. Lindsay said something similar. Rather than this is years ago, and his advice was like, yeah, doing the one two issues rather than have like a a, a, a subheading of kind of like yeah, yeah. It, it just it just kind of closes off people picking up like um. But then saying that like uh, junk. I mean, I guess that's the thing. Like junk that we had it, there is there is clearly like there's an issue one and an issue two yeah it says the first we, issue on the front doesn't it yeah no, it's all... yeah but we number two people i think the two on it it because it fits so well on the page it like you don't necessarily realize it's an issue two um okay so yeah that's that's like that's a main that's a, a, a thing i think is, yeah uh, what about formats you know, that any formats that people tend to pick up more likely to pick up than others or 
I so I always assumed that it would be it would work that way, but people just people love going through the boxes of tiny tiny mini comics um, as well. But I mean, yeah. like A five is probably the best, uh, or like I don't know, it's it's a good one because you can kind of people it's it's nice you know, to sort hold of traditional still. zine sort of songs. yeah exactly yeah. traditional yeah. like um, like yeah it's just it's A five seems to work really well big stuff it's like if you've got if there's a really valid reason why it's so big it can be okay but like it's um yeah i don't know big stuff is, is a harder sell mm, yeah it's like in a shop if you're gonna people are supposed to carry it around with them all day and things like that yeah so yeah small stuff's good but not too small but you can do really interesting things with really small things as well big yeah. comics uh, they're, 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 big comics are always like the interesting thing because they can look really impressive like and, and really mm. nice and when you when you pick them up you're like yeah but you put them in your backpack by the time you get them home there's a higher percentage chance that that's been creased or folded in some way compared to your average <laughs> yeah yeah all you know, the other yeah. books yeah that, yeah okay so that, that's the thing like i like, like newspaper comics is they uh, uh, they're lovely <laughs> like they've been popular nice again, to have they recently they yeah, have yeah. yeah there's i mean there's a simon hanselman one called performance <laughs> which is really good and big um and then a few different people do uh like um johnny negron has a series okay. called adapt russell um, mark olsen does one as well i think mm. you know his stuff yeah yeah it's like they're, they're wonderful things but i don't know where on earth i'm supposed to store them because like the second you put it down the table like you get nicks in it um i could wrap everything i own but it would be would you never open myself. it man it's like yeah board, exactly bagging and boarding everything and for those who don't know if you if you have a pool list that um gosh they go do you want your stuff bagged and boarded and i always say no because i'm less likely to pull stuff out you know if i've just got a pile of comics i'm sitting in starbucks waiting for a mate to turn out i'm not going to sit there me look like a right weirdo i'm bagging it you know in front of people yeah you know? yeah um, <laughs> I, that's like a yeah, pile so- of comics I like if you have if you make newspaper comics, good on you. Definitely show me them, but um, yeah, it can be like a tough sell sometimes. One one um, of the big criticism we've had, Greg, um, we've heard from people something we we ourselves have spoken about probably monthly is pricing. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see people over or under pricing their comics often? And it, is that something you'll speak to them about? Yeah. Um, so sometimes, like yeah. uh, under pricing, I always like. Because I, yeah, I I wish I could have everybody's comics all the time, <laughs> but I yeah. really like I love being able to kind of reach out to people and say, "Come and sell your comics here," uh, and things like that. But uh, yeah, I, I I wish I don't, it's it's tough. It's tough. But there are people that un, that undervalue under underprice their comics, um, and sometimes I've been like, because we can only sell, we'll only sell um, kind of small press at their RIP, which is like what they what the creators are selling them for yeah um and so yeah of course yeah and I, yeah so it, it, it's tough it's a tough one um I, I think if you look if like if you look at kind of because i think four pounds fifty is like is a kind of a price that some people go for um yeah. it, it's not a standardized thing but it's definitely like a price that an issue of something can cost um and like that's sort of like a good figure to kind of aim for but i don't it's like i, w- I wouldn't i don't want people to um like lose money on their work and like i want everyone to i want like a, yeah. my 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 perfect world my comic utopia where like <laughs> there's, a, there's an audience for everything and you can you don't have to 
kind of give up on your dream and things. I don't know. It's a really tough question. Uh, but you do, we get like, pri- like the prices vary wildly. We had like, um, I bought this, uh, the most expensive small press thing I bought from Gosh was before I worked there. And it was this, I'm another surname I'm going to butcher, but a guy called Kevin, who is anger? Who is anger? Oh yeah. 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 Um, Glen, the, river, uh, the river at night. Or it was that. Yeah. yeah, yeah Glen yeah. Ganges and stuff yeah. like that, that he does. Um, I bought this, he did this um, small press comic school where it was like a bundle of these pamphlets he made for his uh, university classes. Um, and I think I paid like 40 quid for that because it was an expensive, it was an okay. expensive thing. And it was like, uh, but yeah, so I mean, you don't, we don't get stuff like that very often. Yeah. Um, I'd say I, I won't name the person as the member of staff, but I sort of, I will impulse buy stuff, you know, often to maybe talk mm-hmm. to you on the show or just review or something, or just to, you know, yeah. enjoy and support the creators. And I bought, I picked one up, which was an A4 comic. And um, I took it to the counter and the person behind the counter went, just asking, have you seen the price of that? And it was oh, really right. high. And right. I went, well, thanks for letting me know. And I put it back because I wasn't like totally invested in buying it. Sure, um, sure. I think you have to. I think we also don't underprice yourself, but also, you know, yeah, everyone on this sh- everyone on this show prints their own comics, Greg, and we know yeah. how much it costs. You know, um, yeah, so don't yeah. don't go crazy. I think. Yeah, don't go crazy. I mean, it's bit, like you want to uh, put it at a price where you don't feel bad, like you feel good about it, but you also can attract like people who are going to take a gamble on you. Um, yeah, that's exactly you right. Be able to kind of yeah. attract them as well. Um, which I, mean, I think what is price another reason why things sometimes, but you know, yeah, like seriously, right. you know, it's a bit of that. You always just take a wander in and then take a look at what other people are pricing theirs for and think, yeah, how does mine fit? I guess, like you yeah. said, some people consider what they're producing is like art in a way, mm-hmm. and this is how much it costs. But mm-hmm. then other people think more commercially, and yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of anything. I mean, it's like. I mean, some, but it's like there's the new Tashin uh, Spider-Man book coming out, right? Yeah. And there's like, yeah. a, I feel like it, there's like a 500 pound version. I know. Where you get like. <laughs> I, I went into yeah. the Tashin shop in LA once and they have a book in there that was 1600 quid. What? And it was the photographs of David Bailey. And if you wanted to look at it, they supplied you with gloves. To what? Look at it. Yeah. Wow. I want I want that of small press. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we have like a separate room for it. Like yeah exactly yeah. yeah i mean yeah. i mean there's something to be said maybe maybe someone should create a small press book that pretends like it's the best thing in the world and you and it comes with gloves that you have to like uh, yeah. some, there's I some mean, small press comics you have to read with gloves but not for that reason yeah 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 like um there's the dealer comic where you get like <laughs> yeah a little baggy that. It's so good. Right, he <laughs> yeah, finally like little... admitted to me over breakfast, we went for brunch the other day, that he actually cut up a Master of Kung Fu comic for that, and I'm not happy with him. Oh, over oh that. Yeah. dear. That makes, yeah. It, that makes it better art. If like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're willing to have go you to read, that length. Have you read Deadlines yet? No, I haven't. We, we, so right. we got Deadlines in yesterday. Good, um, good. And yeah, I'll be covers... uh, talking about that later in the show. Yeah. Uh, okay. The cover's yeah. wicked. Um, <laughs> it's and, the funniest uh, thing yeah. I've read for ages. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And so, anyone on the horizon who's coming up, you you think just in your moment, let's let's just who are you most looking forward to from the next book coming out? 
Anyone you can think of. Oh, man. Just, hmm. You almost feel like messaging them saying, when's it coming? <laughs> oh, I mean, like, nod away. I, I know that it's been, it's coming in about four years. <laughs> so I won't, <laughs> I won't message him yet. Um, I feel that way about Dalston Monsters too. He's been promising that to me for at least four years. Oh, is that? Now. I yeah. didn't realize that. Oh, cool. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. yeah this, I mean, the Hobtown Mysteries book, I'm excited for the next one, but that's a right. cop out if I say something I've already mentioned. That's I right. mean, yeah. Right. Jordan Crane uh, has got, who did a, a kind of series of um, collections of comics he made called Uptight. He's got a book coming out with Fantagraphics. I'm particularly excited for that. And as a shout out to the back issue section of Gosh, I like the. I've been looking for two issues of Uptight for years, uh, and never found them. And kind of thought I'm never going to see them anywhere. And Gosh had both, and on my first day, I got to buy them. So that was. Oh, nice. um, I do buy uh, some great back nice issues. In That's there. a hell of a good first day, isn't it? That? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, I could got, not believe it. They got it. your wages back straight away. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it's ridiculous. Like when you like New Comic Day comes, and I have, to, and we, we unpack all the boxes and stuff that's coming, and it's like. Oh, I just want to buy all of this. Like, I'll yeah. just, mm-hmm. I just, I can't keep, I can't just put stuff on hold because I want them. I have to, like, kill my darlings and put them on the shelves. But yeah, that's yeah, the I, problem. If I worked in a comic shop, I would spend all my wages every day. Yeah, you know, really, is it yeah. is that still a big day Wednesdays? Is it is it because I, I know when I come yeah. in on a Wednesday, it's much busier. You know, people standing there waiting for you, people like you and Paul to dig the. Come on, Paul, hurry up, yeah. dig the comics. <laughs> it's like that sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's um. Yeah, it's Wednesday's fun. Like, there's there's people that I see every every Wednesday. Um, yeah, like a bunch of people. And like this last this last week was the most exciting Wednesday that I've had because Saga was back. Yes, um, yeah. Oh, yes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd been waiting for it, and I got to read it on Tuesday. I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I read it the day it came in, so I knew. Um, but yeah, so Wednesday was exciting because everyone that bought Saga, I was just like it's back <laughs> yeah it was a big um, deal yeah and apparently i've not read it yet but apparently it's really good as well up here yeah, yeah i really liked it like i don't i won't say anything because okay um yeah, a lot of people, people should go in blind but there's a really nice letter at the end of it as well and it's just it's just oh, good cool. i was just so happy to have it back uh but yeah wednesday's still a big day and we get all sorts of stuff from diamond that's exciting and, and like yeah yeah it's good i, I no. love unpacking boxes <laughs> <laughs> now at the moment, you're still o- only open till uh, six. It used to be half seven, didn't it? I think pre. Yeah. Um, is pre- any, have you got any, any any changes coming or any signings? Or now that the world's beginning to open up, I know you've just put right. out again about the mask. The mask. Um, you're going to ask people to wear masks in their stores. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Um, like, uh, and so that I don't think I don't think I can say too much. Okay. Right. There may be things coming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there it, um coming in the future you just have to keep your eyes peeled but yeah we um we would like to start doing kind of so this is yeah this is the thing like i i, I love gosh for the events and things yeah and like i was browsing through previous years like the year before like 2019 if you look at like the events that gosh had it's just mad <laughs> like oh, mate, the amount mate. of people they had in yeah. like mm. um i think it's pre-thought bubble and things like that you used to get loads of people in you know, just yeah. doing stuff as well. So you would get a lot yeah. of American guests in there. Yeah. Yep. And we, and um, I mean, it's still, sometimes people come in and it's like, I'm pretty sure that's whoever. And sometimes it turns out to be them. And it, it's just crazy to me. But yeah. you've got to buy your comics from somewhere. 
um but yeah. yeah like lots of comic creators um but yeah they like yeah i i've met i met jillian tamaki uh gosh before she was going to thought bundle and like yeah michael deforge and 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 cool. yeah like um yeah all sorts of people it's great <laughs> yeah no, that's good man i like doing that I like standing in the queue and then you're aware was it buckingham i was standing in the queue behind recently and he was in there buying buying a um a fantastic four omnibus and i'm thinking oh i wonder if he's uh he's going to be working on that i wonder where's the yeah. reason why he's buying that. <laughs> and um and then, and then he starts talking to is it who's the other owner josh is it you say i don't yes. know him very well he was talking to josh about having just seen neil and all this sort of thing uh, and i'm yeah. like trying to listen you know yeah, yeah. i was yeah. i mean i was i was i was working in the office um like sorting out mail order and then a, a really nice man came in and I looked over and it was Kevin O'Neill and he just sat oh, down, cool. sat down next to me. But I, it was just like, so mental to me. And <laughs> 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 Kevin, like, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so we, yeah, keep your eyes peeled. There may be yeah. events. Good. So that you're possibly going to open a bit longer, do you think? I know it was a staffing issue for a while. I think Andrew told me. Um, but, yeah, you know, you I think... Sort of- we will probably uh, like as as things go along we're kind of returning to normal operating yeah like procedures so yeah we'll probably open later and speaking of mail order um obviously that has become for every shop i think across the board it's been more important than ever before how have you found um the online shopping and mail order um for that for those people who obviously love gosh um or you know, folks like you, like your good self who live in live in Birmingham, but couldn't make it to Gosh anymore. Yep, uh, yeah, and on an online service is is a must-have, really. Um, how has that been uh, for you guys? Yeah, I mean, it, it's um, it's I think it's I mean, I so I wasn't working there before um the pandemic, mm. and I like so I wasn't there, but so they, they did a big move to kind of get the entire shop online and uh, i know gosh used to do kind of just the kind of in like uh, book plate editions and things like that that yeah. they were doing yeah. as mail order but now like the all the small press sections online like all the time and as it comes wow. in i put it on the website like straight away um so wow. you can get everything um and yeah i mean part of um, that's an extra is, level of job though isn't it because i guess you need to make sure that if it's not on the shelves or if you're sold out you've got to update that yeah, that's yes. great putting small press on there. I, you don't yeah. see that often, you know. No, um, so it, it, it is extra work. Like, and, mm, and yeah. so when I started, um, I was doing all the mail order, and I think like my second week I was there, it was the launch of Providence, the Providence collection, yeah. and the little wooden robot, and that was a lot of packing. It it can take. I totally feel for people running distributions and things because packing things takes time <laughs> yeah i remember um, when monsters came when monsters came in you know the very winter smith book i'm like yeah. christ that was like a room full of books you had at one point you know yeah like yeah books take up a lot of room and yeah. and that's not like i moved to london from birmingham and my flat here was tiny and it cannot <laughs> cope with me working at gosh for much longer <laughs> yeah um but yeah mail order is great and um we ship all over the world um and that's another really cool thing where we'll get I love seeing what people are buying <laughs> and we'll get like an order from America of, of someone buying like all British small press and That's just great, like who yeah. ring all up. And um, like we send out huge parcels of just huge varieties of things. Um, but yeah, so you can, you can get anything you want from gosh. Um, I mean, you are yeah, looked at as the place to stock small press, you know, it's, uh, you, you know, people are keen to stock there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and I think it is. I'm going to say the best small press shop in the UK, definitely. Oh, um, is there is there is there, is there a, a similar sort of shop in um, America and things like that that your Canada you sort of you oh, compare man. stock lists with or? Like so, I there's no way that like I compare stock lists with, but there's places that there, there's tons. America's got so many. Like wig shop, yeah. web shop is a great one. Okay, um, there's one that's just. I mean, I could list so like uh, Quimby's is yeah. uh, Quimby might be Quimby's is like small press heaven. Yeah, I can't think where that is. That, that's so bad. Is it Detroit? Oh, yeah, I'll be right. I can't remember. It's, you hear it talked about all the time on like um, it's just boys insane. And that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. it's just enormous. And then um, I mean, Desert Island in yeah. New York Brooklyn. is like yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd love to go there. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, 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 so there's lots of shops, and they all these are shops that either do uh, oh the beguiling in Canada as well. Yes, that looks incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, he's, then, like, he's something um, to do with is he something to do with TCAF isn't he is that right I've, I have met that him that would make sense I'm not yeah, sure yeah I know he came to LCAF he... one year and we had a, a coffee yeah. okay um, uh, and then yeah there's also uh, Fat Bottom in Barcelona which oh, right. when I, I went there like four or five years ago and I think he only opened the shop from like 7pm till 11pm <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. it was so good it's a That's tiny it was a tiny yeah. little space but um, yeah, so there there are, there are places all over the world, and that kind of I love watching places open up. Like uh, there's one in Berlin called All the Problems in This World, and they it's like a okay. small press slash RPG tabletop gaming. Oh, we um, didn't know about that. Interesting. Berlin recently. They, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. there's something about like independent like sort of comic stores or game stores or things. They come up with the craziest names, don't they? Yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> well, when I, so I, when I worked at Notting Hill, I'd get we get co- like secondhand comics in, and I'd see all these stickers for different comic shops yeah. from all over the world. Um, <laughs> but the, there was one in London called um, Oh God, it was like Dark Eyed and Golden yeah. something. Yeah, um, I completely forgot what it is. They are, like and, yeah, oh God, I can't remember either. I'm trying to remember. Dark, they are. Um, well. Somebody's going to tell me on the Slack. Yeah, that I've got it. Golden Eyed and Darker. Yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah that's that interesting. Yeah, yeah, very popular. Um, I used to used to, um, all the big, all the sort of big indie Vertigo UK comic names would hang out there and stuff, wouldn't they? Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it was the best. It was the best name that we can't remember. But it was like <laughs> it's like dark, dark eyed and golden something. Yeah. Um, God, now I'm kicking myself. I'll remember it later. But the thing is, yeah. as well, is like, speech, I hope that we're getting back to the head shop thing. Because it used to be that um, the likes of Weirdo and Zap and you know these sort of guys would be sold in what what are called weird, um, head shops, which of mm-hmm. which there's very few in the UK left, um, which would sell bongs and um, cannabis leaf T-shirts and would do tattoos mm-hmm. in the back and all this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And it used to be a place that you could go and get Fat Freddy's cat and that sort of thing in it. You know the, the fabulous Free yeah. Brothers and you know the um, all that all that all that stuff. And I think maybe and I was speaking to Shah the Wits End podcast the other day and his comic shop is half comic shop half tattoo parlor wow. um, yeah and I think the thing is it's like it's almost like we want to get the sort of the, the small press you know the, which has now got this sort of cool edge to it into shops like tattoo parlors and um, you know bars and record mm-hmm. shops and stuff like that now just coffee, sort of spread I'd, our wings yeah, it, you know I'd love that like coffee yeah. shops and things where you could also buy so there's, um, there's a place in Margate called Wow and Flutter and they're right. an independent comic shop. 
uh, slash coffee slot shop slash record shop. Right. And it's great. And they also sell like little Japanese Godzilla toys and things. Um, it's, it's, a, it's really, yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing. I, cause I, I was worried that when I started working in comic shops, I would see that the things that I was interested in, other people weren't so interested in. Like I thought that it would be all superhero stuff and not necessarily have a huge kind of interest in other things. But um, it's, it's, it's nice to see that it's not like that. I think England, the kind of, I don't know if it's like, if, comic literacy is the right word but it's like america i think it's easier to sell people weirder things um kind of weirder ideas for what a comic can be yeah because they're much more used to the idea of comics whereas in the uk i mean i guess we've had like we have Beano, and there's a huge history of big uk comics but it's not as um, I mean, it's not like France and Belgium and yeah, places like yeah, that where yeah. everybody. Can I, can I just interrupt? Dark, dark they were and golden eyed. I, I had to look it up because it was. Ah, oh, fuck me. Yeah, 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 dark they were and yeah. golden eyed. It's a yeah. quote from like. Um, it's a, a Ray book. Bradbury book, I think. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, best name for a shop. <laughs> yeah. That was great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think when you started working at Ghost, like you said there, it must have been like you were expecting it to be about selling, you know, 600 issues of Batman and you know yes <laughs> on, a, on a wednesday afternoon to people who could do with a bath you know but it's not yeah. really like that is it anymore well, no i mean yeah and i like i'd, I'd worked at i'd always wanted to work in a comic shop and i started working right. in notting hill comic exchange which is sort of like the computer exchange of the comics world in london <laughs> yeah i go there quite um, a lot but it can you can get some tatty stuff in there yeah oh yeah like yeah. you just get all sorts of weird stuff but it we it was also a lot of superhero comics um, and people coming in and wanting to just talk about superhero comics, which I found disheartening <laughs> after a while. <laughs> like I want to talk about just literally anything else. Um, but th- that's not to say that I don't like some superhero comics. Um, but yeah, and and like, gosh, uh, like London, you kind of get all sorts of different people and tourists and and people that want to look at different weird comics and. But like Birmingham, the small press scene, it, I think it was always very small when I was there. But I don't yeah. know what it's like in different cities. Like, um, but I'm really oh, there's, hoping there's, that there's a lot of cities. It's quite. I mean, Bristol's a cool place for it. I mean, Glasgow's a cool ah. place. You know, there's there's a lot of yeah. I think there's little pockets of it, aren't there? Yeah. Like I know, like America has or North America has places like Toronto where it's just like yeah. enormous, tons of cool stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. All I was going to say was I'm hoping that when we can whatever happens with the world um if we can start doing kind of more events and gatherings and reading groups it'd be great yeah yeah because you do like a drawing like a drawing night don't you is there like a theme we have have a drink and draw night with broken frontier um that that is in person sometimes we used to be in person um uh but yeah and i haven't i haven't been to any of those yet since i started working gosh but i would like to yeah um, but yeah we, the, we i mean i think before before the pandemic as well gosh had like a reading group that would get together and um and yeah like a yeah, book club thing uh so it'd be cool to do something like that again i could like so, it's like I, it was it's cool being in london and talking to people about comics because i didn't have a i didn't have comic friends in birmingham <laughs> well it's weird i mean i started buying comics from the local news agent and you know actively kept it a secret you know, until my forties, <laughs> because I worked in quite a blokey job, and I would have just had the piss taken out of me constantly. Yeah, but it's it's almost like, 
we've all, I actually think we won now because one, we've got yeah. like all the Marvel movies and everyone, you know, it's, it's this billion dollar industry and two graphic novels and, you know, indie comics are now seen as cool by the cool kids. So it's almost mm-hmm. like we've won. It took, you know, I'm 63 <laughs> now now, but it, it, it took a while. But uh, yeah, we got there in the end, I think, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, um, it is It is interesting. Like, I mean, yeah, the, the Marvel thing is a crazy thing. But it, yeah. I, I can't think where I, what I was listening to the other day, but it was people talking about how unlikely they felt the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But I, I just, I can't imagine, like, I, I, I don't think it ever felt unlikely to me. It, it sort it's of always a matter of time sense. to me. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. And because I remember reading Iron Man when I was a kid and being like, why don't, why don't my friends give a shit about Iron Man? Yeah. Like, this guy is cool. <laughs> and then, mm. and no one cared. And then they made the Iron Man movie and it's like. They yeah, just got like know. the formula right. And then as yeah. soon as it, the formula is right, it's like, right, here we go. Yeah. It was just a lifetime of waiting until, look, these could be amazing if people just treat them right. And as soon as yeah, that happens, exactly. once, yeah. And then in about 2030, they'll have that horse and they'll just be flogging it, won't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That dead yeah. horse. Yeah. yeah. I, I am really interested to see yeah. how it continues. I mean, so like yeah. Moon Knight, the TV show of that, I'm quite excited for. Mm. It's, yeah. It's a weird I'm really character. impressed with the London accent in that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. the, the, the directors of that are kind of um, interesting. They've made interesting horror films before this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Right. So I'm intrigued to see what they do with it. What have they made before? Yeah, you know, you, you sound like you know what that is. Oh God, I can't remember now. <laughs> they um, so they made a film called Resolution, and then okay. they made oh, uh, which? Yes. And they, uh, their most recent one was oh, actually they made a film called Synchronic recently, which I did not like. Uh, but okay. they right. they have this like weird. They have their own kind of cinematic universe in like independent horror. It's really weird. They made a film called The Endless, which is on Netflix. I think. Oh, I've looked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, The Endless. They, yeah, they've done a lot of like very sort of low budget because like The Endless looks like it's worth like worth millions and millions, and it was just they're actually yeah, in just, it. They're two of the yeah. actors in it. And yeah, very good. But, and like, if you Resolution was their first film, and it's really odd. And if you watch that, then the stuff in their other films that you'll recognise. Like, I would love if the characters from their films turn up in New Night, but I, I doubt it. I suppose okay. Spring. They did this film Spring, Spring which is fucking yeah. brilliant. Have you ever yeah. seen okay. that? It's is like, that a, it's like a, it, I think that might be on. It was on Netflix for a while. It's it's right. a it's a love story, a drama, but uh, one of the people happens to be a hideous monster. Okay, and that's oh, what yeah. I'm okay. Say. I'm only going to yeah. say it's it's, it's like like many re- of my relationships. It's a really <laughs> touching, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. it's very much. It's got that sort of like almost small press indie aesthetic to it. The fact, like, yeah, it's like a weird. It's like a, a yeah romance story with a backdrop of like really intense body horror yeah yeah <laughs> again yeah. like my relationships yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, cool. i've spent the week watching one punch man which i don't really watch anime and i think this is fucking genius yeah yeah I've I've fucking, that. That fucking hell i've only I've seen, seen the first that's... episode but it, i was telling the guys earlier that i watched the first episode and it genuinely made me laugh out loud yeah, it's so mad yeah it's yeah. so <laughs> mad yeah, yeah. Which I didn't expect. The uh, the level of sort of uh, the the action, which it just permeates from the the uh, the manga, it's just fucking yeah. unreal. I mean, if you mm. think Invincible was nuts, this is fucking this is ten. This is a step beyond. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. So, um, so 
for those people who want to find out more about Gosh or where you guys can be found, or you know, stay tuned for the more interesting, the the new things that yeah. Gosh are going to be doing over the next twelve months or so. Yeah, um, you're not doing yeah. it about. Yeah, all those yeah. secret, secret <laughs> things um, that we honestly don't know about, folks. We're not we genuinely don't. Yeah, genuinely he won't don't. tell us. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah um, where can people uh, find find you guys? Uh, so got, we've got Instagram, uh, just Gosh Comics, um, and I like posting pictures of small press that come in. So if you want to see that yeah. stuff, it's nice. a great place to go. Um, we're on Twitter. We've got a website, which is goshlondon.com. And, it's a good place uh, to get your comics, man. Go on the web, website if, you want, if you're not London-based. Yeah, it is great. And you will ship yeah, it fairly quickly, like, actually. Yeah. We, um, yeah, and I, I try and get everything up there. And, but yeah, and you can, you can email us. Or I've got you can follow me on Instagram, I guess, if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, I'm Grand Pooba Honey on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I hate I, I, I love I love that I've got the name. I don't like saying it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, so you can and then otherwise just come on in. Just yes. come in and have a look around and like if I if you tell me that you like one thing and then I show you like twenty books you do not have to buy any of them yeah like never fit because i just I, i'm having to get used to how many books i should so, show someone that says they're like alien or something like that um <laughs> but yeah so yeah just come in but and we're in soho and uh yeah like my i've been talking about soho earlier like my walk to work i walk past more butt plug adverts than I ever <laughs> I would walk yeah. past to get to work it's great um, yeah. <laughs> that's the good old days when I used to work in Shaftesbury Avenue and just walk, oh, walk past those shops you know like, Jesus yeah. I remember going there in like the mid 80s and Jesus Christ you're lucky you escaped with your life around there but it's much nicer now and a lot of nice pubs and restaurants around there as well yeah yeah. You know, I was in a I'm really nice Japanese great. restaurant around the corner the other day. Mm. yeah very nice yeah so, so yeah just just come see us yes pop yeah. on by i'm definitely next time I, I go to london i'm definitely gonna pop in vince likes to send me pictures of him browsing comics i do i, I, do. I have done yeah. that haven't yeah. i yeah yeah, yeah. 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 i That's think great. it's good to have a friend that you can do that with yeah <laughs> it's just good to have friends it's good it's nice having friends yeah, yeah. and you're comic our, friends you're yeah. you're our comic friend now oh. <laughs> friends. wait, wait till you get friends. We'll have a, uh, we might discount. have a bet. We might have a bet on who sends you the first email. Can you stop my comments? <laughs> yeah. we might have a little bit. <laughs> I, I know that you just want that sick gosh discount. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, so we'll see. We'll see who can be my friend. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we, you will always be our friend, Greg. And thank, oh, you, thanks, thank Greg. you for joining us this week. That yeah, man. That's mate. okay. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, wasn't that brilliant? Oh, sorry, that's That's enough gosh. That's not gosh puns, but thank you very much to the the gosh guys and Greg for joining us this week. Um, Yeah, like I said, it's a it's a shop I will. I'm going to tick off the bucket list. You're a good shop, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Well, I don't get a chance to go to London that much, especially with everything over the past couple of years. Anyway, that there London, but but the next time that (laughs) yeah, that there London, it's like an assault on the senses when you go in there, honestly, because it's just like. There's so yeah. much even that visual street, imagery. Walking yeah. off that street at night is like an assault on the on the senses, and then you go in there and it's it's ten times. You That's know, like, oh Christ, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, your bank manager sort of clutches his heart, 
saying, oh, there's, there's, a, there's, yeah, a, exactly. there's a disturbance in the force. I sent you a picture <laughs> of my receipt from this week's visit. I'm like, oh, God. I had to hide that one at work. Yeah, oof. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. God. But, um, yes, the shop is well worth checking out. So, um, speaking of checking out, do we have any shout-outs this week, gents? Yes, I've got a few. Uh, Then take it it away, Tony. Thank you. Firstly, drink and draw. Uh, Yes. Friday, make sure you're there. What time does it start, guys? Is it 7.30? 7.30. I believe so. 7.30, yeah. Run by uh, this chucklehead, Tom Curry. If you want to get the link, then either come on the Slack, find it on the Facebook group, or just contact one of us, and we will give you the link. Uh, to come in everyone is welcome genuine it's very friendly um mm. any new people will can be quiet or they can have a chat or they can show what they're doing or they don't have to show what they're doing just pop along yeah. it'll be a laugh usually lasts for about three hours so you don't have to come for the whole time but usually just taking the piss out of each other but uh yeah it's not yeah. it's not not in a horrible way you can put so your mic on mute and your camera turned off and you can just yeah. sit there and listen Watch some people, people see yeah. it's like listening to an episode don't they they just put it on while they're working or stuff yeah yeah it's good like that um, also, sign up for the Anomaly Squad, which is coming to Kickstarter soon. If you sign up on Kickstarter, you'll be notified when it goes live. I did a review recently over it, never on anything, so go and have a look at that, and you can see some of the art from it. I got to see it, an early version, and it's pretty. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it's, it's worth a look. Um, speaking of um, us, we've got um, a number of things coming from Tribute Press. There's um, some stickers that have now gone out to patrons. Um, but the, uh, we, they will be going for sale on the site, as well as Hank Fur. The test prints have arrived this week, um, which is our um, furry comic. Um, awesome! And it goes there, and um, it's looked it, um, for people. It looks great. He's put it together, and it looks really good. So mm. both of those things will be going live at neverindanything.bigcartel.com um, quite soon. So watch out for that. Um, my hundred days of manga hit forty-one days today. So almost 40 Fantastic. days, 40 nights. So I'm reading manga every day. Um, if you get a chance, go and um, go and have a look at Never on Anything, where I'm sort of just keeping everyone up to date with stuff I'm reading and recommend um, once a week. So that's Can great. I jump in there with my Never Mind Anything? You did a Push fantastic coming. write-up for Vanguard, Tony. All men, mate, all it. truth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that it's fucking great, man. I, I genuinely yes, think it's 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 such an achievement, and it just gets it gets even better and better, and that. I have to say, easily one of my favourite covers in the last few years is that that recent one which I've got on yeah. the site. It's oh, nice one, man! Really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cheers, dude. Thank you. Yeah. You always yeah. trying to get that kind of like right. This uh, this will catch people's eye and get them interested in what yeah. you're. I think that's a cl- class one. I don't know why nobody's done that before, but you've yeah, you really put it out of the bag there, mate. And the pages look astounding. Yeah. yeah. So cheers, good. dude. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And, uh, going other... on from that Vanguard yep. 20 issue launch the all the, the previous pages have gone up and we're now going to be the proper pages starting uh, this Thursday Friday so nice. stay tuned shit's going to go down in this issue I tell you I know shit goes down in every <laughs> I mean, issue Dan, every, yeah, yeah, every yeah. flipping issue yeah, yeah. of your comic something happens so well, that's a good thing just... I think I write that you never, you never know you can never tell who's going to survive who's going to live what's going to happen you never. It's, that's the great thing about yeah. Vanguard, I think. You know the yeah. unexpected. I think you should. Story you should have that in all the fiction, shouldn't you? Like yeah. there should. Yeah. There shouldn't be yeah. characters that you think, oh well, they're never going to die because but, they're. But I would say this so about sorry. your your work though. It's le- you, you could say like, oh yeah, you know, there's series like The Walking Dead or things like that where you know anyone could go. But I think what I found with with your work, there's definitely more tension for me when I'm reading it, as in like. 
you know, I'm nervous for these characters. I'm, you know, it's it's. Especially and you when, don't you pack it in, man. Unlike the yeah. Walking Dead, which takes fucking forty-five pages to kill someone, you don't. It's like it's bang, 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 bang. You know, it really rattles along like that. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotten to the point where I don't trust you, and I think uh, some of these characters Probably are going to. You're just going to murder them, <laughs> and I honestly think that that's the way it's going to go. Yeah, there's a little insight into your, yeah. your mind, your psyche yeah. there, isn't I it? I think you like the villains more than the heroes, Dan, and it, it upsets <laughs> me. Uh... <laughs> i got to say, you know that old thing of like writers liking writing the villains because they mm. can do really horrible shit? That is yeah. fun. That is yeah, really it is, fun. isn't it? Yeah. 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 But that, I think I, the, I, that's why the anti-hero is so popular now. Isn't yeah. It? And I, right. the, the... Go on, Vince. No, no, you carry on, Dan. No, the, the, the trick is to make heroes that are not bland and two-dimensional. And they're 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 fun to write too. One thing, yeah. um, there's there's lots of tropes we're talking about. I think we talked about villains recently, didn't we? Um, but going going back to that is um, one thing I'm I'm kind I'm I'm personally tired of is let's legitimise this villain um, because of yeah. this this and this, um, even though they've they've had like history of just being absolutely evil psychopaths. But oh no, they they lost their favourite bag of crisps when they were young and now that's why they're yeah, evil. Yeah. It's like I don't I don't care. Sometimes the evils ha- a villain can be just un unforgivable. But yeah. if you're going to do that and have the villain do horrible things, then by God damn it, make sure the comeuppance on that villain is good. Mm. Um you know, th- there's the amount of times that like just say you're watching an action film and these villains are horrible and they just there's just a big explosion and they're gone. There's no satisfying sort of like the slow motion fall from a giant skyscraper. You know, the, the, yeah, you, you like to see someone getting, yeah. you like to see them getting tortured, don't you? Like yeah, oh, yeah, always, always, yeah. always. Well, I, I, I think some, sometimes the horrible people get let off lightly. You, the, you know uh, I mean? Considering yeah. the way they've treated other what people. They've done. Yeah. You want that kind of retribution to pay yeah. back at them. Yeah. Getting yeah. The uh, ending of Cyrus the virus in Con Air. Oh, oh beautiful! That's like almost becomes parody. <laughs> it's absolute parody, and it's amazing. <laughs> I'll tell you what. There's a Red Letter Media did a, one of their reviews, a reviews of uh, Total Recall, and thinking about Paul Verhoeven, fucking his villains in his film are horrible. They're absolutely yeah. like you wouldn't want to be in the same room. No, like that's Karen's the point. Though, his gang. Yeah, that's yeah, the point. That's the them. point. Fucking people don't yeah. get that anymore. No, you know, yeah. if you actually come across someone who's a really horrible bastard in real life, there's no redeeming features when that bloke's trying to fucking punch you in the face in the back of the pub. No, God, no. You know, yeah. hmm. it's that whole thing. Oh, he had a really hard childhood, though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't care. He's trying to peel <laughs> yeah. my face off. Yeah. Oh, the government aren't really treating people with mental illness properly. Fuck off. He's trying to stab me. You know. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh, dear. Yeah. Anyway, but, but on. villains are fucking. Yeah. That, that yeah, you can access the dark bit of your soul in some way, can't you? They're allowed well, to act you... badly. Villains yeah, are allowed yeah. to be bad people. Yeah. They're allowed to be you bad. Know. Yeah, but... but if you're writing someone to like literally be bad and people they've read it to hate them, yeah, it's kind of like uh, uh, fun in that fucking. How how far can I push this? Yeah, but like... I think that's why the importance of not retribution, but like their comeuppance is hugely important. You know, because mm. if you're just doing it, you know, just to get sick kicks off this character, just killing off main, you know, innocent people and main characters in your comic, then you've got to make sure that the payoff is worth it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, mm. 
Otherwise, you just get a Cersei Lannister who's awful and uh, spoilers, it's not a satisfying ending. I don't know which one she was. Uh, some, the the some brilliant, uh, falls in her. yeah, the the amazing uh, Lena Headey, Lenny. Lena. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I'd probably yeah. do her. Yeah, yeah. Br- brilliant. Well, they actor. totally fudged that whole ending because they had yeah. all these plot points that were set up. For Spoil- them, spoilers and for Game of Thrones, but everyone fucked it all up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah. that's the, that's the classic thing of having like building up these great villains and then just kind of like, oh, they just died. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> kill your villains, people. Kill your villains and kill them well. Uh, <laughs> And love did, did, yeah. mm. did you have a shout out, Dan? Did we miss yours? Sorry. Yeah, so I've got, I've got a yeah. couple more shout outs. Uh, oh, one sorry. for yeah. the the Kickstarter for uh, The Expanse. Uh, ah, they yes, yeah. said it couldn't be done, Tony. But you said that. But you've been saying for weeks now yeah. that it can. They said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't tell this is a lie. They can because it's ple- they've pledged uh, one thousand seven hundred nine pounds of a four hundred. It can be done. So, can be done. It's well it on the way be to done. being done. Yeah, I've got, you get a, new comic comic out. Not I've got a new comic out. that people said that couldn't be done called Coronation yeah, Street. That's the name <laughs> on you. Sort of okay though, so you won't get done by yeah, ITV. <laughs> so that yes, go, go check that one. Uh, we've got uh, my twenty-two always works from Freaktown Comics. Uh, published of Slash and Mania, The Dark dark of the Forest, Deadly Burlesque, and Frightening, Fast and Frightening. A comic about roller derby. A proud to announce the latest project, My 22 Always Works, as a noir twinged, tinged tribute to Wollywood's 22 panels that always work. Oh man, that's a fucking sentence. Uh, <laughs> written by Russell Hillman and art by the, uh, David Baff Gallot and letters by Sergio Calvet. My 22 Always Works is a tale of love, lust, betrayal across 22 black and white splash pages. Uh, it's running through to the 22nd of February and uh, you can buy a single issue for £3 and a £2 for a digital, which I did do. So uh, I look forward to seeing right. that. Love Go it. check out that. Love nice. it. So from... I fucking stumbled through that. So sorry You did that. beautifully, Dan. Beautifully. Yeah. I believe in you. Yeah, we uh, do. Don't we believe in you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They said I couldn't do that. They said you couldn't do it. No. They, <laughs> they were wrong. They, right? they were wrong. I hate them. I hate them. Uh, them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but look at him. He's all grown up and he's done it. Well done. Dave. They said he couldn't grow up either. <laughs> yeah, it's such an Alan Partridge. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. They I made a coffee. They said, they said I couldn't do it, but I did it. Said it couldn't be done. <laughs> So who are they? Oh, the people in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I think he says that on a line. Like... <laughs> I would read a comic about the people in Dan Butcher's head. I think that'd be a great comic. God, oh, my yeah. God! Uh, you've already read Red Room, haven't you? Anyway, right, okay. <laughs> whacked, it, whacked it to Red Room. <laughs> uh. Oh no! But speaking of great comics, you should check. <laughs> It's time for the recommendations. Tony, you, you're going to top and tail us again, aren't you? I've got a very, very quick one because um, actually this sold out yesterday, this one. Um, so Deadlines by Adam Falp, £4. Um, it came, he sent it to me in an envelope, even though he was meeting me that very day, to Terry Osmond because he thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, <laughs> it came out on Friday night and it sold out. So, yeah, I'd love, I, I suspect there will be a reprint and it will be going into a number of shops as well as. Um, Greg has just told us it is currently in Gosh, so it'll be going on the shelf there. So if you're quick enough, you will get it from there. It is, I'll read you the, I did this on Baboonsville this week, but I'll read you the posting notes. It says, Dear Never Anything, please find enclosed my new comics publication, all about my inner angst and personal emotions and stuff. 
you could call it a real coming of age story. That's nice, isn't it? He's such a piss taker. It's uh, it is um, a story about Adam actually. This comic, um, following his life as a superstar comic creator, um, is a little bit of a pseudo mockumentary, autobiographical kind of thing. I'm going to read you a section of it. So this is what's happened to him in his daily life as comic creator. You smile back. What a lovely man you think, and talented and charismatic. The next minute we're in bed together. But also my drawing table is next to the bed. And while I'm pleasuring you, I'm penciling the most gorgeous establishing shots. We finish and I slip into an expensive satin dressing gown and politely ask you to leave because I have deadlines. Resentfully, you exit. Will you ever see me again? My restraining order has already been filed. <laughs> and it's more like that constantly throughout it. It is fucking the best thing he's done. That absolutely made me die. Um, and I think you'll, I think you'll dig it. Deadlines, um, go to adamfalk.com, Instagram Adam Falk, Twitter Adam Falk, very consistent. There you go, you can get a copy. Nice. Uh, Dan, nice, what would you like nice. to recommend? Uh, I've got a, uh, one I've read on Shojin uh, Jump app. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Show, show in, it. yeah. It's called uh, Zipman, which I thought okay. I'd, I'll give this a go. Uh, it's an interesting concept. I've read the first chapter and I want to see where it goes. <laughs> There's. It starts with two brothers, uh, uh, Kashiro Tatara and these brother uh, Konami and it sort of follows the story of Konami who's grown up <clears throat> in the shadow of his brother Kashiro who essentially is like Steve Jobs on crack he's an absolute world famous mechanical engineer invented all this stuff everyone knows about him <clears throat> and the story starts and he's died and his brother's sort of trying to get over this fact and he's always kind of like a bit down about it and uh, when they were both young they come across this one girl and basically there were great brothers up until that point. And when this girl came into their life, it was sort of like a love triangle and the two brothers never really resolved their resentment. <clears throat> and then one day, uh, the, the, the brother, the Kaname, he's a, a TV audition and this huge giant robot attacks the city as it does. And he gets a text from his, uh, dead brother. So like come outside, like I've got to show you something and a van pulls up and there's like a, of like a robot suit that looks a bit like Anubis. Oh yeah, I know. And he yeah. he jump jumps in it, fights the robot, wins, and then the robot basically says, I- "I'm your brother. I'm I'm the suit." And then that's the end of the chapter one. And you think, "Fucking hell, where's it going to go from here?" So I've I've really enjoyed it. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a, more of a comic aimed at a, a younger reader, not kind of like if you're going to go for uh, My Hero Academia or One Punch Man. It's like it's not like high okay. concept things you know what i mean it's, it's just a, it's just a fun comic really uh the action sequence i posted up a double page spread of the there's a splash page of like the cover where the the main characters like leaping at this huge robot and they've got like this f- uh fisheye lens effect going on as he goes in for this punch and it's like fuck you know that's amazing you, i posted up in the slack group uh but I, I really had a fun read. There's so much stuff on the app. I'm really just loving sort of dipping in and out of stuff. I think, well, that's not for me. Yeah, that's good. Mm. And uh, I'm queuing up going through uh, Demon Sex. My son's absolutely loving that at the moment. That's great that you can share that app, man. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's really handy. He's, he's watching. I've got him the uh, Crunchyroll subscription while the Demon Sex Series 2 is on. Oh wow! And uh, I, was sort okay. of, I was like half watching it because every Monday morning before he goes to school, he like watched it. It's like the old days, like seeing your favorite cartoon in the yeah in the morning That's before school. Cool. Yeah, yeah. 
and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in this demon slayer because <laughs> <laughs> there's the bit when like the, the good guys are battling the, the bad guy at the end of the series and he's hooked the knife at this geezer's neck and it's like a centimeter away and then the episode stopped why is that worse <laughs> If like they were going to kill Gordon him, yeah. Things, if you were going to yeah, kill yeah. him, it would be at the end. That would happen in the episode. Something's going to happen. So I've been talking to him about that, and he's it's good, you know, kind of yeah. Slowly slipping the crack needle of comics. <laughs> <laughs> if you are going to take crack, please don't inject it. Just smoke it. No, it's just smoke safer. it. Yeah, yeah. That's safe. yeah. <laughs> sound sound advice from the ACP. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's mine. Yeah, it's a zip man. Oh, nice. Good stuff, man. Nice. Uh my one is um here's some sort of some pull quotes about the book I've got. Ooh. Beautiful in its simplicity and perfection, just freaking brilliant. Fall in love with this series and let it pull you apart piece by piece. And the most wickedly red, cool- red room. Red Room. The most wickedly new, cool new comic I've seen in a long while. Dark and inventive and utterly delightful. Um, those quotes were from Jason Aaron, Kendra Hale from DC Comic News, and Vince B from 11 O'Clock Comics. Oh, cool. And this is a book that um, last week Tony briefly mentioned about, talked about it. It is one, one that's been on the sort of radar, didn't really know much about I think, Billy, uh, Tony, you said a brief sort of one-line yeah. synopsis of what it was. I ordered it, got it delivered the next day. Oh, good man. Read yeah. it in one sitting. Yeah, it's quite a I, quick read, isn't it? And yeah. I have read both issues of the spin-off series. Oh, have you read that? You yes. must let me know what that's about. Yes. So keep me to get so that. Yeah. I am talking about the series Stray Dogs. Ah, uh, yes. Um, this is, um, the synopsis is, it's scary being the new dog. In this suspenseful new series, readers meet Sophie, a dog who can't remember what happened. She doesn't know how she ended up in this house. She doesn't recognise any of these other dogs. She knows something terrible happened, but she just can't recall. Wait, where's her lady? Now Sophie has to figure out where she is, what's happening, and how she's going to survive this. They say there's no such thing as a bad dog. Just bad owners, and this is a book um, by uh, My Little Pony comic artists. Actually, yeah, T- I know. Tony Tony Fleeks. Well, he's the writer of it. Isn't yeah, he? he's the writer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Tony Fleeks and Trish Forstner, um, and as they as the the shorthand, it's Lady and the Tramp meets Silence of the Lambs, um, because I may go into minor spoilers here, not major spoilers for the story. Um, but just purely to sort of say, as you said, I think last week, Tony, um, it's a group of dogs in a house and they come to realize that the person that's in the house is a serial killer. Yeah. What do they do about it? Um, and that was what sold me when you said that. I was like, God, that sounds like just quite dark. Yeah. It is. I mean, that's, you could take that in a light way, but it is, it genuinely goes there. It's genuinely, it, yeah. this book does so many things so well. That that simple pitch is already one of those, that's a genius idea. It's it's, mm. it's, it's perfection in its simplicity. Um, because, 
I mean, who doesn't love those animal stories where you, where you, you know you see the human world through the animal's eyes? And this is I'm, a big shout for me to read, man, because I can't even watch Marley and Me. Yeah, it's yeah. Too, 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 and my son, me and my son, we read a book each a week, and then yeah. we talk about it at the weekends. And this this was our week, but like fucking hell, it it, it, it hurts to read something. Like you look at this. I mean, the yeah. artwork. First, firstly, let's talk about the, the artwork. Uh, Trisha's work is phenomenal. She's got an animated Disney-like style in some kind yeah. of ways, yeah. which immediately gives all of these dogs individuality, individual characters. Um, the facial acting second to none, which is pretty hard for dogs. Do you know what I mean? You know, to do if this was like a, a realistic, you know, painted sort of David Mack kind of style, you wouldn't be able no, to get the, it. It yeah. wouldn't work. Wouldn't get the emotion. Um, so, and, and they're almost sort of cartoonish and caricaturish in, in a way. These dogs aren't they? But the, that's the a counterpoint as well, isn't it? Yeah. To the material which yeah. works so well. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. But if, and mix that with what happens the wonderful uh just framing of scenes and the way it's it's sort of it's cropped it's edited you know i mean if you the direction of it for want of a better word the director of photography the way she's done that and the colors it's this is i mean the book blew me away absolutely blew me away this is one of the my favorite things i've read for a very very long time it was one of those i mean i immediately went to social media and just sort of say I just said thank you to the creators to sort of say thank you know this is um but as Tony says this isn't for the light-hearted it's a horror book it's genuinely a horror book um you look at the cover which is a, a wonderfully designed cover but it's even got that that classic 80s um Stephen King Cujo font for stray dogs which then t- ties into you know the stranger things kind of design that we we see these days and you see the car cartoonish nature of it but this is horrific what happens in this and it it is it's pretty dark but but by saying that also not graphic this is horrific in what when you say it doesn't it's not completely graphic it's not there are are moments so there's a skinned dog at one point isn't there but yeah but you don't you don't it's not there's no sort of blood and stuff there's not lots of things like that it's the aftermath of things and when you see that it, it, fucking heartbreaking it, yeah. it, it, it broke my heart it it, it i was chewing my nails because i purposely sometimes when you get when you get a graphic novel i, I got the collection of this because it was issues one to five which um you could probably get in your back issue bins or whatever but if you want the collections out now for the for the main story um, and I purposely didn't look for I didn't flick through it. It was very much put the video in the VCR and just go. Let's see where this see let's see where this takes me. And to do that, Jesus, it took me on a ride. And um, it also struck me like some of the nice ideas they use, like the, a dog's short term memory and things like that. They do they, like Tony. Tony's written some very interesting ideas. I mean, it's a truly a collaborative effort. You can tell by the way this book is put together by all the all the critters. In fact, I'm gonna, just, so I don't miss any out. I just want to. Uh, who else we got here? Our oh, colorist Brad Simpson, layouts Tone Rodriguez, uh, flatter Lauren Perry, logo and design Lauren Herder, and pre-press Gabriella Downey. Um, just want to shout out because because I think the whole the whole book just works on so many levels. Um, mm. But it, it works like a like a true like those classic serial killer movies, you know. People, 
because the best horror when people like take a texas chainsaw massacre everyone thinks oh god it's so gory it's so horrible no there's no blood in it it's what you think you it's the perception mm. of things yeah. and this story works it it does that there are some shocking moments and if you if you're a dog owner because i actually text you tony didn't i i said have you have you finished this because yeah. there's some rough bits in it i genuinely <laughs> I, I thought <laughs> well fair <know>. cool <laughs> yeah. um but it, it works works so well because it truly gets you behind these characters um and you see flashbacks to like their early life and how they came to be and it's such a tragic it's at the end of the day this is a tragic story as well as being like a a horror story, a serial killer story. It's very tra- there's tragedy running through it. Um, I've never been so concerned. Yeah. On for the for a new book of five five issues for a cast of humans yeah. this way. Yeah. As I was for these dogs. That yeah. sounds mad, doesn't it? But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think uh, um, obviously I, I'm a cat owner. This is something that only works with dogs. I, I, for me, this is it, it's almost like just a perfect boat I, I don't think if there were other animals i don't think it would necessarily work as well because of the nature of ownership which is also brought into it as well um and the way that they they frame it like you say you, you are sort of nail biting you know it is that the moment when when the human comes in and out of the the house and very cleverly you re- you rarely see the human's face yeah they do a tom and jerry on it don't they where you yeah. can't see the yeah the you can't the see human them. yeah 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 um yeah, and it builds up. It's a, it's a one and done story, um, which and, and I'm going to get to the spin off shortly. Um, it's just it'll just put you through the ringer, but just keep you going. You can't not read it. It's just it's just, just amazing, amazing comics. What they what they've done here for, for me, and I was I was just stunned by it, Tony. Now I'm no. in two minds as to whether I'm going <clears> to read the other two and almost for the reason that i thought the first five issues there was so complete and so well done i was actually concerned they were going to muddy it a little bit by having other issues so i'm interested to see what you think of those i was thinking because when it finishes when i thought how do you do a spin-off how do do you yeah that's what i'm worried how do you continue this it's not a continuation and right. I would I would say Stray Dogs, Dog Days One and Two, one uh, the second issue. There's only two issues of them. These are larger issues as well. They're 52 pages. Oh, okay. Each of them, um, they're companion pieces. They there's a I think Tony um, or Trish will say in one of the notes at the back. If you're reading this first, you may be thinking, who on earth are all these dogs? Right. Um, because Dog Days is an anthology series. It's the small stories of all of the cast of dogs in that first series so and it does it, it i don't know that still worries me does that work though it works perfectly right it okay. works per- both of them because it doesn't uh, all the short stories they don't overstay their welcome they hit a right consistent tone there's some interesting um like storytelling done in it because one of the dogs who's like an over the top you can tell that like they've been preened and stuff their owner was clearly oh here's my dog on instagram you know their dog had it had its own right social media account and you and it's told through like the person's selfies and stuff like that and then the last one is have you seen you know sorry everyone this is such and such a sister have you seen them they've they've disappeared 
That's right. the last. That's the last thing. So it's almost like you see the little snapshot of. I think I trust. I know Tony a little bit. I haven't mm. been for a beer with him in New York and stuff. And I know he's, mm. we've got sort of mutual mates. And I think he's often the the fourth chair or the extra, the extra chair on eleven o'clock. So I've sort of we as a listener, we've sort of been on a bit of a ride as it's come out and everything. And I think I trust him more than I would most people. I think I'd if it was someone else, I perhaps wouldn't trust him as much to pull it off properly. You know. Because it did sell fucking really well, yeah. You know, yeah. And yeah. I think what you get in the you get in the trade, you get a lot of they did a sort of a lot of variant covers, um, which are sort of horror pastiches, oh, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think there's going to be, I, I think if there's a larger there's a larger collection to be had of the original story and the two issues of, of Dog Days in a sort of compendium in a sort of omnibus, I think that's totally yeah. It's a nice hardback, and, and I think with, yeah. with the two issues of Dog Days like issue two is it's done that's that's it that's all you need there's there's no more it just it expands and just adds more layers and and if if it could any more emotion to it um because each each chapter of dogs dog days starts with that it has like a, a home page for want of a better word like a cover sort of thing and each one is a lost dog have you seen this dog so you know that's yeah, the yeah, chapter yeah. heading of each of the dogs. Um, one of them in that the, I think the first story in Dog Days Two, um, yeah, Dog Days Part Two, which is a, a dog called Henry, who's a big fluffy poodle. Um, that was hugely surprising to me. That right. and because because you see a bit more of the serial killer and the stalker and. What did and, you do? Did you buy it digitally and read it, or did you, did I you just, buy issues? I mean, I bought the um, Stray Dogs. Just trade, but the trade. Yeah. I, and today uh, and this weekend, not today, but this weekend, I was like, right, click, click. I bought them digitally. Uh, okay, I, I, okay. Just, I, I just went. I might to try it. and get the copies. Oh, no, you're right though; it should be one collection. I yeah. at some point. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but I mean, they may have just split it up because it's probably a hundred pages by itself. Yeah, that's these true. Two, these two issues. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'd, I, I'd like to get that rather than doubling up. Just get yeah. another another trade. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so it's basically all of the dogs that you see in, in stray dogs that some of them only have a couple of lines for want of a better word um, you see how they came to be which pulls on your heartstrings even more or you know it's, or or it leaves you thinking that's interesting considering what happens in the main story those are the days weren't they yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> doing, so, doing, um, doing a couple of lines yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but stray dogs absolutely you know this is um <laughs> is he no um, <laughs> um legal reasons that was yeah. a joke that oh, was yeah, a yeah. joke i mean satire, satire. And this is all satire on this show apart, apart from these reviews because you genuinely mean this but yeah if if you're a fan of the series stray dogs dog days is is great um once again just wonderful storytelling um, but I, I think, think the trade was that expensive. I haven't got it in front of me. I can't remember how much it was, but it was sort of reasonable price. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's standard sort of, uh, I think, about £11, £12, something like that, £14, um, which is good. I mean, like you say, it's a, it's a quick read, but I'll, I'll be going back to these books. Um, hmm. You know, I mean, sometimes probably I'll, I'll need a deep breath um, because one of, the, one of the dogs becomes an absolute hero and then there's a, without spoiling it, Tony, there's a double-page splash, isn't there? Towards the end, which oh, it breaks me! It, it just played with my emotions yeah, the whole yeah, way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I told yeah. you I can't even watch John Wick because someone told me a, do- a dog dies in it. Yeah, so yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a moment where, because in this story as well, you've got like interesting emotional 
Um, you've got the tension and like the cat and mouse game. You've also got you know there's there's betrayal. There the dogs don't necessarily like each other, and there's the, a, a heroic moment towards the end that just absolutely fucking breaks your heart. But I'm, I'm not gonna. <laughs> it sounds like read this book; it'll break your heart. But read this book because it's just fucking great comics. It sounds great. Yeah, it's fucking just good comics, and that's what it's what it's all about. So there you go: Stray Dogs, the series, and Dog Days. That's my recommendation this week. Oh, uh, should I do my last one? Go for it. Yeah. So my last one is um, polar opposites to that. Um, although it is about a man who looks a bit like a cat. Uh, it's Sea Diver, Volume 1, um, which is Episodes 1 to 30 by Nathan Cowdery, who we all enjoyed on the book Crash Site recently. Um, <laughs> it comes from Nathan's Instagram that you should be reading, and I follow, called Stinkstagram. That's the name of his Instagram account. Um, fuck me, how do you describe it? So it's a book told in chapters. As I said, it's about... This is never explained why he looks like a human cat. It's just not explained. It starts off with him... He is the most dislikable person in comics, pretty much. So it starts off with him going into a, a like a shop, a bit like Subway, and he says, um, "The woman says to him, would you like some sauce with your sandwich?'" And he goes, "Sauce, sauce, what? You know, I just feel like here we go again. Here we go again with the sandwich questions. Well, this is for you, you fucking robot. I don't give a fuck about sandwiches." And he gives her the finger, but still wants his sandwiches. Um, and he says, oh, you, oh, I've got a dance for you now, have I? And this nice woman behind the counter is not saying anything. He's just, like, making this argument up himself. Oh, look at this. Look, I'm dancing now. Look, how's that? How's that for the dance, you puppet master? And he goes, how about this for a dance? And he pulls a gun out the back of his trousers and shoots himself in the head. <laughs> and he's just made this argument up himself. It's just genius. So he continues with him. He didn't die. He just got blew one of his own ears off. And um, he, um, he, he, he goes, just goes out because he's sort of, prone to just randomly do stuff and he goes out and steals this car um he then um goes to a golf course and disguises himself as a tree and there's this but there's these people playing golf one of whom is the detective and these people playing golf and one has got a big birthmark on the side of his face and the man's ball this man with the birthmark his ball goes into the trees and he discovers uh, this man who's dressed like a cat who looks like a cat and he's dressed as a tree and he robs him and then you think he's killed him um and then he just takes over his life but then, like weirdly he just wanders out and plays golf. Nobody notices that that's a fake birthmark on the side of his face. And he doesn't look anything like this man. And in fact, he is a cat. Um, and it just goes on like randomly fucking mental stuff like that all the way through it. Um, he, he has, there's a one bit where he goes home and the kids, oh, hello, daddy's home, you know, sort of thing. And he says, isn't it super duper awesome, kids? He says, you know what else is awesome? I just bought us all tickets to to Disney World. And the kids are, yay, and they're dancing about and um, his wife, who just accepts that he's he's her husband, says, oh, Dean, you're spoiling them. And he says, get upstairs, baby. I'm going to fuck you in the arse. <laughs> and it's just like full of just random moments like that. It's just one point he decides he's a boxer. One point he decides he's going to race camels. And he, you've read Crash Site, so you know how crazy it gets in that sort mm. of thing. And it's just Go get this. Go get this. page after page of stuff that was making me laugh nonstop. And um, I think it's self-published. I reached out to nathan today on instagram uh and he said no the only place you can get it is gosh he's just going there and buy it i can't actually find a website or anything like that that's all he said to me was oh that's the thing the only place you can get it is gosh at the moment so it might be the, the is the only place i don't think nathan is a man who cares that much about you know getting it on amazon and stuff like that and thank fuck he doesn't because it's just this sort of nice niche book that i'm really glad i've got now they have got quite a few in gosh so go and get them and if you if you can't reach out to greg and he'll get you a copy 
and send it through to you. Um, I don't really want to read loads of it out because it's, I don't want to ruin it because, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's just full of these just anarchic, crazy moments and just full of just the most dislikable person and just he just acts completely on selfish impulse throughout the whole thing. Um, but yeah, it's brilliant. It's um, how much was it? It wasn't too expensive. It was yeah, it was only a tenner, and it's a graphic novel oh, size book. To get you know, that. I have to get that. Yeah, so it is good. Um, yeah, so Sea Diver Volume One, Volume Two, I think is coming as well. And if you go to his Instagram, if you don't fancy buying it, you can go to his Instagram, and if you scroll far enough back, I think there's a lot of it on there. There might be some extra stuff in this book. I'm not hundred percent. Okay, sure. it's, it's the yeah. same with uh, Simon Hanselman. You can read That's pretty it, much yeah. everything he's done on yeah. his Instagram, but. I prefer yeah. to read it in the book. Yeah, me too. It's great. Yeah. You get you get people to double dip. They read they read it. Think, oh, I really like that, and then get the book. Yeah, that old theory we had of oh, people won't buy it if it's online. No, they do buy. It. You know, they do. Yeah. we've seen that over and over again over the history of this show. And we people will just to go and double dip on it. It's almost like a good mm. advertisement for it, isn't it? Sometimes? Yeah, yeah. So there you go. A bit like black. There you go, Vince. There oh. you go. Yeah. Double up on that one, baby cakes. Yeah. <laughs> good. That's um, mine. There you go. Tons of comics to check out there's, there's a big list a wish list for you there and we hope you enjoyed this week's episode usually fun to talk some comic shop goodness and more and keep it small press and indie as always if there's anything you want us to talk about or shout out in a future show then get in touch with us you can email us awesomecomicspod at gmail.com follow us on twitter at the awesome pod where you never know when we'll be posting where when who knows one day we may even put a poll up. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Man, we ain't done one of them in ages. I know, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Uh, if, you, if you do uh, Facebook, go to facebook.com slash awesomecomicspodcast. Join the Facebook group Awesome Comics Talk. There's a wonderful community of people on there. And also, there's a wonderful community of people on the Awesome Comics Pod Slack channel. If you want Man, to join get that. on the Slack. Oh, yeah. mate, it was great this week. I did like some terrible sketch of someone. And there's a sort of, what have you drawn today? And I sort of, because I, I like to be part of the gang, you know, I'll get FOMO. So I put it on the, the Slack and then everyone inked it. And fucking hell, it's still going. This one just arrived just now. Yeah. It's Everyone's done good. like inked it, coloured it, reworked it. It's like, oh, it's taken a license zone. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. It's a lovely Somebody's, little community. Somebody actually mentioned, oh, we should do a sketchbook, you know, put a sketchbook together and some of the art. And mm. I make them right on that. I'd, I'd be all yeah. over that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I bought some uh, cheap comics. From uh, comics and on, yeah, because uh, car stocks. We we got like a swap shop and a cheap comic shop. Yeah, and there's a place if you've got a crowdfunder or there's a process talk or there's a device. You know, people mm. always say, "Oh, what's the best place? Where's the best place to get you know envelopes for my Kickstarter?" And you know, this mm. sort of thing. It's great. Where everyone is super nice on there. And you, because I'm on there. You listen to this and welcome to join. Yeah, yes. anyone is welcome to join. There's no bar to join. In. Yes, just yeah. get get in touch with us to find out more details. And thank you for listening to us, whether it's on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe and leave a review. Helps the algorithms and, you know, algorithm is a dancer. I don't know. There's all kinds of fucking weird stuff. I don't know how it works. But more people will listen to the show. And therefore, more people will discover small press shops, small press comics, indie comics, and more, as well as uh, our... Small press creators. Like, our, subscribe, and ring the bell. And, uh, oh, yeah. God, yeah. Smash but, that like button. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. If you listen to us on Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife, or any other networks, like what other networks are we on, Tony? We're on Pod. I've got a problem with you stealing my banana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to watch that? 
Mm. Yeah. I mean, how long? Don't know if you mug you off. Yeah. 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 I mean, how long? Uh, how green a banana would you eat? Hmm. Is this some before I no, say an answer? No, 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 no. This no, is okay. no. This is just a this is a general question because someone tried eat someone in my office the other day tried eating one and it was like I wouldn't eat a green like banana. A I think I'd let it. I'd leave it. Yeah, for a bit. yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, yeah. made a mistake a couple of weeks back. I was doing like a making a fruit smoothie, uh, just dumping all the fruit. <laughs> Look at him. Uh, what have no, you they said, it, they, said it yeah. Yeah. they said it would never happen. They said it would never happen. Do you get any in your soul patch? The banana was like half green. And I thought, oh, fuck it, just throw it in there, blend it up. And then the, the, that afternoon, I was like, my stomach is absolutely killing me. And I couldn't work yeah. out. I was like, here's the banana. It was just. <laughs> I, I love banana. <laughs> Dan holding his guts, running across the house. Yeah. It's a banana. It's the banana. Poking out. What do I do? Um, I knew there's a reason not to eat green bananas, and that's the reason. Yeah. It's. Uh, you got yeah. your missus going close the door when you're doing that. Uh, I didn't have, didn't make it today. No. <laughs> Sometimes I can't be bothered. I'll just go. You know what I mean? Just oh, go, don't God. You? Just go in your pants, change it when you get home. What's the problem? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you wash your pants, can't you? Oh, my. I can wash your pants. <laughs> Here, darling, stick this in the wash. <laughs> um, just so anyone knows, I don't condone anything they're saying right now. I just can't control them. I'd like to point out I've got a problem with you stealing my banana is a song by Pussy Gillette on uh, Spotify. Oh, there you go. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, do you know what? I'm not going to ask more questions about that. Thank you very much for listening, right. everyone. Where can people find us online, etc.? Tony? Uh, Patreon.com forward slash tribute press. We're about to... There's a notorious comic going up this week from my past involving a certain um, soap star. And then Cat next week, yes. Yes, and then we're going into um, New Flesh and Ink. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Dan? You can find me... I fucked this up. You can read <laughs> Vanguard at vanguardcomic.com. Uh, issue 20 starts this week. And uh, you can also see what I'm doing behind the scenes on Vanguard and Viper, but... which I'm almost finished on Viper 2. It's almost nice. finished. I've got to start doing oh, the nice. campaign, which is the most uh, nerve-wracking thing for me, or the most intimidating Are you going to kickstart it, you say? Yes, going to kickstart oh, nice. it. So I think I'm going to kickstart it mid feb and end at like end of feb beginning of march so it kind of covers you're gonna do a two days, week or are you gonna do a full month <clears throat> two week oh nice one yeah that's always good Don't fuck around with a month it's too much yeah. of a kind of ball lake yeah well you like you make your most your money in the first week and the, the last, last week. week yeah might as well just the, take the two middle, middle weeks, weeks is just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 word so uh <laughs> so that's what i'm gonna be doing yeah so go come check out the patron or you can find me on twitter uh, at vanguard comic there you go. So, uh, do that and I look can... forward to interacting with you <laughs> god, god damn what the hell was that and it sounded like he said that and then walked away he's off I'm to get a like... green banana yeah yeah that's what it is yeah. um, and you can find me on the socials at Tester Diablo <clears throat> thank you very much for listening everyone we truly appreciate each and every one of you we hope you're enjoying the comics you're reading and uh, happy and healthy wherever you are because we all love you don't we Dan mm, yeah Mm. pretty much mm. <laughs> oh my god he's got his green banana out he's jumping around the room with it Tony so like black and bruised now from use yeah. oh god Tony how yeah. do you feel about him how do you feel about our listeners my knob's a different colour from the rest of my body is that a strange thing or uh, I don't know but from the photos there's definitely <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Vince, I feel totally engorged. <laughs> well, there you go, listener. There you go, listeners. Mm. Bet, on a hard right on the steering wheel there, taking I, the show I, off the road. I, I, I bet. Yeah. I, I bet you're glad you waited until the last few minutes of this episode, didn't you? Okay. Yeah, it always gets good at the end. <sighs> Can I just uh, say one thing? Yes. Oh, uh, really Friday, the 4th, Friday the 4th uh, of February. Still got the drink of draw, so don't forget that. I know we already mentioned yeah. it, but yeah. Get and to chocolate it. Oranges. More, of this, chocolate more or- of this hilarity then. Yeah. Chocolate oranges available from Rawlinson's. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to um, hang up now, folks. So have a brilliant week. Oh. Um, don't go stop it both of you I'm terrified we record this all in one room and right now they're both disrobed I'm Um, I'm inside you (laughs) I I thought my chair was just uncomfortable Um, thank you for listening everyone have a great week from Dan Tony and myself, although I really should not let you say goodbye this week after the way you've both been behaving. You've got to go to the, you're going to get, go to the naughty step. That's where you're going to go. I like that. Have a great week. Don't say that. Don't make it weird. <laughs> Why now? Weird, uh, it, 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 it was weird. Yeah. Um, weird from episode one. Yeah. Have a great week, everyone. Read loads of comics, make loads of comics. And as always... Make love. Make, make make love, make love. But while you're doing it, what make should they do, face. guys? Make an angry face. Stay awesome. Stay awesome. Uh, uh, see, you were playing silly buggers, and you got your timings off, didn't you? That was what you're talking about. That was exactly right. Oh, Jesus, what? Time? I said the, the different internet connections. It like yeah, on my end, it sounds playing perfect. with your brain, it's playing playing games with your mind. Fuck, that was oh, fine. Cats. What? See, what is he doing? Bye everyone. I tell you what. I'm just. I, you know, I'm going to shut this shit down. Bye. Okay. Bye everyone. See ya. Uh, bye. Pray for me.